1: The drunk, I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. Nay. White T. Souls.
0: And the Red Baron. Um,
1: too bad nobody heard that, because we're not on air yet, but... Oh. um, oh, I wish you pulled the cord. <laughs> <laughs> right, out of the, right out of the window. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we're here. We're here. We're queer. Deal with it. Get it, <laughs> uh, get it, get uh. um, That's a family guy thing too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're here live on the PPRN Radio Network, also streaming on Spreaker. Yes, sir. Um, I know Peter wants those plugs. I'm going to give them to him. It's good. And get you can hear in. those plugs on Spreaker. <laughs> um,
2: hey, do you know we're on Spreaker?
1: Kyle, <laughs> gonna... where are we?
3: Um, in West Haven? Oh, my God.
1: Born and raised? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, if you guys no, no, are getting no. any of this yet, but I, I have the, the the beer parts are finally working their way out, <laughs> and they are pretty rancid. Good. Nah, Last night, screen. we held our friend group live draft. It was the first time our group ever did a live draft.
3: Not on speaker, but we on the greatest now. thing we've ever done.
1: And uh, there was a lot of beer drinking. How many red dogs were left in the fridge? None. Zero. <laughs> so there were 60 red dogs <laughs> consumed. Um, there was also just several just passing rounds of bottles of Jaeger <laughs> at some point. Uh, the the Mast did the usual mass thing and brought his own six-pack of 16-ounce Coors Lights.
0: And a matching glass.
1: Yep. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, he was slanging out on that grill. But the best
1: part about it is that there's another 30 of Red Dog in his, in Kendall's house. You,
2: that's starting to waft over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, thir-
1: that 30 of Red Dog's for next Monday. Yes. We're going to do the same thing, though. We're going to drink 30 of them. Wow. Rebecca has to have a beer.
3: Nine beers.
0: I'll tell you, what, I had so much fun at that draft.
3: You know, how's your hand?
0: Uh, it's okay. It's about the same as what I did the other time. So just as it like it got better, uh, I did it again because I'm an
1: idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All because of Charles Clay.
0: You know, I was just trying to be like funny, and that's what I get. For... <laughs> he punched it so hard. You would, what? Did you hit the reclining
1: por- the reclining plastic handle on the couch?
0: No, I think it was like the the wood, the armrest,
3: the oh. armrest. I mean, ow Why did you just punch a cushion?
0: Because I'm a dope. Like, <laughs> I don't do anything like that requires thinking. I but
1: guess. next Monday, which will be September second, live uh, on Spreaker. Yes. Yeah, on Spreaker. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be doing the GSWD
2: live draft
3: again, live on Spreaker.
2: No, we gotta do the order for that. Huh? We gotta come up with a fun way to determine the order.
3: I mean, we'll, uh, dick size. So I'm the last.
2: Well, yes. what?
3: <laughs> you still lose <laughs> to Rebecca. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> her, her prosthetic. <laughs> she's got a mean pateos. Okay, now does she have a penis?
0: Of course. That's what the whole point of this show is about, right? <laughs> <It's a> show. <laughs> we can leave it up to the wheel to decide.
3: I'll take seven, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> or two. I'm good with two. What, what about it? one? No, nah, she can have one. Well now, wait a minute. Anybody but want gets one.
2: <laughs> I might take McCaffrey. I'm taking Bears defense first overall. <laughs> <laughs> we will no longer be on screen. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh starting lineup, guys, what are you
2: I have from Rhode Island a Natagasseret lager. It's Rhode Island. You know, I knew someone was going to say it.
1: It's Rahode Island. <laughs> Rahode. Rahode Island, <laughs> <laughs> Lager. Hi, neighbor.
3: What's up,
1: man? How do you pronounce neighbor? Uh, Nabor.
3: <laughs> Nabor.
1: <laughs> neighbor.
3: <laughs> Sold on merit. What do you got, Solzy? So, I'm drinking the same thing I drank last week, but it's first this time. It's <laughs> citrus from Funk Brewing.
1: I feel like we're missing a certain allure of energy. I feel like we're all kind of like still just like a little.
3: I
2: woke up a little groggy.
0: I mean, we we went pretty hard. Like, <laughs> I was in a early. Like we, we started drinking and then we just like turned the switch yeah. and ripped it off the wall. <laughs> just, it you know. it
2: kind of went off the rails.
0: Yeah. Well, when you when you start. When you start a fantasy draft
1: with everyone shotgunning a beer, it's not really going to slow down from there.
2: We had one team draft five quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, I don't know what we're going to do tomorrow when we enter. I, mean, I don't think Yahoo's going to let us put. I five. think you could do it. I don't, I don't. We might have to. We might have to fudge with the roster like capacities. What? Well, I mean,
2: you can have anybody on your bench. No,
1: no. When you do it, when you do a standard league, there's a there's a limit to a certain amount of people you can have. Like, usually, like, it's, like, something, like, usually, most leagues, like, set it up where you can't have more than, like, three defenses, you can't have more than, like, two kickers, you can't have more than four quarterbacks. And they do it for that whole, like, not that Vinny did this, but it, like, avoids people, like, doing it where it's, like, something I contemplate doing every year, which is... Hoarding. Getting the, if I ever, like, it's because I've never gotten the 10th pick. If I ever got the 10th pick, I would have done it. Like, this year, I would have went, I would have right out of the gate. Mahomes and Rogers gets back to me like Breeze and Rivers (laughs) like golf like I would have just kept doing it until people and then just been like trade me, trade me.
2: Well, I mean, at that point, I would just kind of let you suffer. No, you wouldn't. You'd want somebody. But uh, but at that point, like your your team's like a guaranteed win. That's not true. How? how?
1: Because I would I would after I got the six quarterbacks, I wanted to go out and get a bunch. I wouldn't have any bench players, (laughs) but I would still have a starting lineup. And if anybody knows my fantasy football game, it's the waiver Wires. What Too bad we turned waver- those off this year.
2: <laughs> what are you drinking, Paul?
1: Uh, I have Rainy Day Band-Aid Blues from Czech Style Lager from uh, Still Hill Brewery here in Rocky Hill, Connecticut. Oh, I nice.
3: thought you were going to say
0: Seymour. Butts. <laughs> That's right. Baron right. Red. Also from Still Hill Brewery in Rocky Hill, Connecticut, I have the Summer Ale. It's a Belgian Pattern style <laughs> beer. I had never seen that word on a can before.
1: <laughs> Toast of Excellence. I believe we can make Mako last. As long as no one takes mine.
2: Everybody on three. No. <laughs> go ahead, Mako. Mine, I mean, it, it's the big news of this week is to Andrew Luck hanging it up. Um. I audibly yelled, "What the fuck?" <laughs> when I read, because I was painting and my, our our group text was going nuts. I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" Like I was like,
3: "Oh my god, it's a sad day." I, <laughs> so like I was like, that. "What
2: happened?" It's <laughs> like Andrew Luck retired.
0: <laughs> what?
2: Who cares? Shut up! But I mean, the the guy he played what seven seven years. He
1: was in the league for seven years, but he only played six.
2: And I mean, when he was on the field, the guy was awesome, great. I mean. I always liked him a lot. It's too bad his career went the way it did, but it was fun to watch him play. Well,
1: it's a trend we're, we're seeing, you know. I mean, he's the definitely the highest caliber player to do it, but we're seeing a lot of people that have had some injury issues in the first yeah. few years of their career hang it up because they don't want to, you know. You, you look at, like, some of these players. Like, you look at someone like, like a Johnny Knox. Like, Johnny Knox, his career ended – because he couldn't play football, because he, he got such a bad spinal injury that if he if something had ever happened, yeah. he would have lost his ability to walk. Much like what's going to happen with like Ryan Shazier, what happened with Zach Miller from the Bears. You know, but these are all young guys, and like they don't, they didn't get the option. They don't, they can't come back and play football. Like they're just not going to yeah. be able to. But like, how bad could it have been? I mean, Zach Miller almost lost his leg. Like it was seconds from losing his leg. Ryan Shazier. Ryan was probably a, like a two degree, the way he bent, two degrees difference and he's never walking again. Johnny Knox almost never walked again. I mean, these guys look at those players and look how lucky they are. Like, let's get out while we still like have yeah. the ability to do physical things.
2: And that was kind of, I don't know if you guys watched his press conference. He kind of yeah. said that. He's like, you know, for four years I've been in pain and rehabbing constantly.
1: Yeah, it's been, He's like, I can't do it it's anymore. It's been pain, playing, <laughs> yeah. pain, playing, pain, rehab, playing, pain, playing, pain, rehab.
3: You know, and it's... Think it's too back. bad. What's that? Think he comes back?
1: I don't know. I mean, he he has a he he definitely has an un, like matchable love for the game. Yeah. Um. He was completely devoted to his team. You know, there, he was never the guy that was, you know, going out for big was gonna go for big bucks somewhere else. You know, like the Kirk Cousins route or anything like that. I mean, maybe if he maybe if staying off the field but staying in shape for a this season and maybe next season can kinda get all of his injuries, you know. I don't really know much about his injuries if they are long lasting, like continuously nagging. Like Cam Newton's shoulder. Like that he's gonna have to have like work done on it every offseason yeah. to remove cartilage and things like, like are his are they like injuries like that? Or are they injuries that just because he's been playing and stuff, like he just hasn't had a chance to fully recover.
2: I I don't think he comes back because I don't think he would play anywhere other than Indy. And I think they're gonna start to I mean
1: they
3: have
2: no choice but to move on from him right so i i don't think that he'll come back and it also
1: depends what happens with his personal life too i mean you think he's married so who knows maybe him and his wife have a kid during the course, you know or nine kids plan to have a kid during the course of the season or something like that and then you know a lot of the times you know these players like they get those the taste of home life and like being around their kid all the time and they don't want to turn it back i mean the nfl it's yeah. The NFL is a little bit more – you have more luxury in the NFL than you do in any of the other sports because you don't go on, you know, like, week to two-week-long road trips. Because, like, in the in the NFL, you what you would go – if you were playing an away game, if they were playing the Texans, they'd get there on Friday and then come home on Monday, Some maybe Sunday night. Sunday night, yeah. And then they, they would practice at home all week, and then if they had another away game, they'd leave again. Yeah. Like, but, you know, it's not like baseball where, like, you have, you know, 15 – Six weeks. Yeah, 15 – 15, 30 – you know, 15 to – 30, but 15 to 20, 25 straight games on the road where you're yeah. just in a ho- in from hotel to hotel, basketball to, you know, even
2: hockey. Like, you, you have that home life. Do you think uh, Luck ends up in, like, the announcing booth at all? I, I, I can see he, it because he's kind of got the personality for it. He's got the personality,
1: but I don't know if he really has the verbal skills. Because he, like, just because he stumbles on his words a lot and he's got a, like, not a thick accent. Like, he almost kind of has that, like, southern, like, draw. But like it, it's almost like Yeah,
0: I don't even know what you call it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> retarded. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, he's just like kinda of very like slow but like he doesn't really
0: like catch his words. Like, I even think
3: doesn't... if he comes back to football, it's no more than just being a college head coach.
0: You don't think he has pro pro talent of, of any sort? I just wise? don't think that he'll do it. I think at the college levels will
3: he'll do it. Like University of Stanford, get mm-hmm. them back on the map. My thing is is
1: what the real shame is is that he didn't do enough to get into the Hall of Fame.
2: Uh he's he's not a Hall of Famer.
1: I mean, but he guaranteed would have been.
0: Oh he yeah, played his career but absolutely. That's, but
1: that's like the thing, you know, like like you look at these like like will Ryan Shazier get in the Hall of Fame? Probably not. Would he have been a Hall of Famer? More than likely, there's a pretty good chance. But there's no guarantee. Like Zach Miller probably wouldn't have been a Hall of Famer. I mean, Johnny Knox was still young when that happened. You know, you look at these like Jason Worlds from the Steelers. God, well, our guys do this a lot, huh? Um,
3: <laughs> well, he went out to go like worship God. Well, no,
1: but he left because of concussions.
2: Luck, luck. I think if he, I mean, if he played a full 15 year career, he would have been. Oh a
1: yeah, Hall yeah. Of Famer. It was just like you know, like, like Calvin Johnson played long enough to probably get that bid. Yeah, you know, like, and, and did enough record-wise to mm-hmm. do it. You know, what I'm saying, like, like Andrew Luck set records, but like rookie records or like yeah. top first five years in the league records, records that we see that Mahomes will break, and yeah. then and, and then maybe Mayfield breaks those, and that you know, and then we, and we see like Rosen, and then these guys, like, yeah. you know, there's always just guys that are coming up that you know, for Christ for Christ's sake, Nick Foles has is tied for the most touchdowns in a game. In
3: a, in a, <laughs> well, we don't know who's going to Indianapolis next year.
1: Nick Foles, Justin Herbert. See, I don't know. I, I mean, we can see how the year plays out, but I, I think that they're, I think they're behind Brissette. I'd
2: think like to talk gonna... about this more, but I also want to open this beer. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. We talk <laughs> toast of excellence. I would like to
2: talk this more.
3: Go ahead, toast. Uh, my toast of excellence is to the newborn crew, Aaron Harper, Bryce's new baby, K R E W. Yeah, no, nah. fucking terrible. You know, if this was
2: last year, Kyle wouldn't have done
3: that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> It is what it is. I also picked the like Ravens. It's th- an overrated baby. Manny Machado's son. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> <laughs> also, fucking. Picked our goddamn Ravens defense yesterday. Yeah, it was funny. Good thing it's only going to be for week one. Tell Bob. <laughs> right, I
0: did. He disowned him. Now nah, he goes.
3: <laughs> who they playing? Miami. All right. Kendall?
0: Uh, Pistol Pete for the Mets. Tying the Mets home run record. 41.
3: Okay. No. No, Why? it's not his nickname. It is. It's not. I didn't come up with it. It's Pete Maravich's. All
0: right, well, you tell the internet. The will, stuff. will do. Get on there. Milwaukee
3: best coming <laughs> at you.
1: Twitter, the, the Facebook beef we've been waiting for. <laughs> Riddler? I just don't know.
3: I don't know. you I have one?
1: The Team Australia for beating the United States for the first time ever in men's
3: international basketball.
0: Sure. You're going to have it.
3: Well, our team kind of really blows right now. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to play. We've had 19 gold medals in a row. Not 19. Richard Jefferson was on the one that they came bronze. I'm glad that that's the guy you picked. Yeah, he sucked. He didn't No reason to be on that team.
2: So, Jacoby Brissett. I
1: don't know. I'm not discounting Jacoby Brissett. I mean, he's started, what? 15, 17 games. I mean, he's not won them all, but he's played well. I mean, he played well when he had the, the starting role after Garoppolo got hurt those first four games in the Brady era. The Brady suspension. Um, and then he came into Indy and he played games when Luck couldn't play. He played, didn't he play the whole season Luck didn't play? Pretty uh, much, for the most part, didn't I think. Win. Huh?
3: Didn't win.
2: But but that was also a team that their defense was trashed. Their, their defense is on the trash. rise.
1: They still have a good offensive line. You know they've got the young guy and Marlon Mack. They still got T Y
2: Hilton. Yeah, Brissett is is in like the the golden seat right now. I mean, if he goes out and just has an average year, they're going to resign him. You know, like it's a make or break year for him. Oh, absolutely. But I think I mean, if he sucks, they're
3: gonna be sucked, they're going to look the other way. But this was yeah, a guy. But... I
2: mean, that was looking like he was just going to be like a career backup, and he's he's now. In the in the plus he's seat. mobile. Not uh, an like,
1: run first mobile, like but he's mobile. He yeah. can move. And I mean, I mean he, here's the deal. He he's a, he's in a tough seat. You know, he he's pre, he was pretty much handed the opportunity to win a starting job. But he's gotta go through three of the top ten defenses twice to do it. Yeah. Plus whoever else is on their schedule. I don't I don't know the Colts schedule off the top of my head, but
3: Play the Steelers, I know the
2: and they play the Chargers. But
3: I, I mean, really, if you look at some of the so, quarterbacks,
2: I mean, we've seen guys get their opportunities because of injuries. Yeah, you know, Tom Brady. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, Brady, Romo, like guys that Dak. Yeah, guys that we you know get talked about as being good to great to you know Brady's in that goat conversation, but Is that the Colts schedule, yeah, for um, this year. You right, know, so not not pay. to say. <laughs> Not to say Jacoby Brissett is the new Tom Brady, but (laughs) he—he's. I think that's what you're saying. I mean, really, you look at— imagine you get your shot at starting full time, like you're the starter on a team that was somewhat projected to be a Super Bowl contender. I mean, yes, luck was part of that, but the team is good. You know, he's not the starter now for Miami, where it's just like, oh, I'm going to get lit up and blamed for it.
0: Well, it was interesting, too. For whatever reason, I thought that he was older than he is. No, he's young. Yeah, I, I just pulled up his, his stats a moment ago. And I was like, oh, only 2016. Uh, for whatever reason, it, just, yeah. it seems like he's been around a long time. But... It, I mean,
2: he he's a guy that really just it, it fell into his lap nice. You know, like Paul said, he's got a, a good defense. The best, I mean, last year's best offensive line... Decent running back and a good receiving core.
0: You know, it's interesting, too, because he played the, the majority of the 2017 season. It's like, I don't remember anything like, noteworthy.
2: Because that was th- like the team itself wasn't that great. Like the Colts last year were kind of like a surprise that they got right, so good.
0: Kyle called that, too. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, you're usually but, right. But it's funny. What I mean by that is like, it wasn't That's not really true. is that you're usually wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything, like, bad either from him. It was just, it was, like, nothing. It was just... I, you
2: know, yeah. Um, it, it will be interesting to see, I mean, because he is, he is kind of a fun quarterback to watch. Because, like Paul said, I mean, he can move around. He's got a decent arm. It's just now, it, now it's his prove-it time. I was reading a thing today. He doesn't have an agent. Oh, really? They said, like, sports agents were, like, fighting each other to try to get to him. <laughs> Because he's in his contract. Like if he if he goes out and balls out, like say he makes the playoffs, he's gonna, you know, Garoppolo got that huge payday off
3: doing nothing. Yeah, but where's he gonna go? He, the Colts. Yeah, but like, what if the Colts still want to pay him? Well, then hey, I mean, you know what I'm saying. No, but who who's gonna sign him? He's not gonna get. A, he's not gonna be a starter.
2: So you don't think if he makes the playoffs this year, he won't get a chance to be a starter? Pick a team that needs a
3: quarterback well, besides I, I, Indianapolis, unless you go to Tennessee, and then.
2: But I mean, potentially,
3: really? if he balls out, think about this: if he
1: balls out and takes and wins the division for the Colts,
2: I think the Colts resign him then. But, but if e- they
1: don't, even if they don't, I know a certain team that's having a lot of issues working a contract out with their quarterback right now.
2: Dallas? Yeah, that's right. Like. If, if he, especially if he wins the division, but even if they get a what and they make the playoffs, someone's gonna pay him. I mean, because we've seen in the like Matt Castle made the they missed the playoffs, but I mean he went eleven and five,
0: yeah, played well enough to make the playoffs. Yeah,
2: got the payday from the <coughs> Chiefs, and I mean sucked, but <laughs> that's not I the like point. That
0: sucked, butt.
3: <laughs> that's not the point. You didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> you said sucked, but
2: <laughs> I mean if if Brissette put some wins together, then then someone's gonna pay him. And and I think it would be the Colts just because he's been in the syst- in their system for this is what his third year now. I mean why why go elsewhere? Because you gotta figure if they make the playoffs, they're not gonna have that high pick to draft one of the top guys this year. So who are they gonna get? Right. You know
0: all right, now I get that. I wonder if there was ever a moment where they entertained a thought about trying to trade for anybody. Like, since Luck retired?
3: Yeah. Well, the two names that they probably could have traded for. Both being Josh McCown. <laughs> that would be awesome. Or Ryan Fitzpatrick.
0: Oh, that, that would really be it.
3: <laughs> Think about it. Why not let the Dolphins just fucking start Josh Rosen? If they suck, they know to pick somebody else. I don't think the Dolphins want to do that. I think they
2: want Rosen, and they, they'll they let him kind of season up a little bit and not just throw him to the Wolves like the Cardinals did. Um, I mean, I, I think the, the Colts believe in Brissette, and they're going to give him his chance. I don't think they're going to trade for anybody and, and – what, put the doubt in his head that the,
3: you know, the front office doesn't believe in him.
2: I, I think they'll they'll let him roll.
3: They got a good coach, too, so we'll see how it all plays out.
0: Talking Indianapolis? Yeah, Frank Reich. <laughs> all right. <laughs> good on you, Frank. <laughs> um, but, yeah.
2: See, uh, Case Keenan was named the starter of the
0: Redskins? I did. It's the right move. Well, it's like you know, you get what you get. (laughs) If he plays great, well, hey, good, good on you. If he doesn't, well, it's it's Case Keenum.
3: Yeah, you can't blame the Redskins.
0: Right, they got nothing really going on.
3: If he starts to suck, then you let you ride it out with
0: Haskins. I was going to say something and I forgot now. We're all like waiting for you over there. (laughs) Um. Oh, my God. He said, I'm going to
3: talk inhale. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Broncos will sign him. They've been cycling through quarterback for a while. Who? Case? Jacoby Percet.
0: Oh, Jacoby Percet. Yeah, maybe. Oh, they like Flacco. They
3: might like him, but they like to do things with quarterbacks. Elway's not good at evaluating <laughs> the quarterback.
0: And, you know, imagine, too, like Flacco goes out there and just craps the bed. Then what do you do? not. Nope, no, I just put a waiver in for him in one of my leagues
1: <laughs>
2: I I don't think that happens. I realized
1: I didn't draft the quarterback.
2: I I don't think that. Can you believe
1: happens. it? I I didn't draft the quarterback. I forgot to draft the quarterback in a league. I just kept saying to myself, like, nah. Eh. I can wait. No, it was in my head, I th- I had Rivers, but I never drafted him. <laughs> just never did.
3: Mike didn't pick a quarterback till late last night. Yeah, That's I okay, ended up though. with Ben again. I was gonna take him, and then Paul did. Who'd you end up with?
2: Kirk Cousins. You happy with it? You know, not totally, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Cousins, he he always gets a lot of yards. I, I have the, the stack with uh, Thielen. So I'm I'm anticipating like the first six weeks is going to be pretty dynamic and then it's going to fall apart. Mock's going to finish the year 6-11. and 11. No, 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 because by then, Vinny's going to have to drop some of his quarterbacks.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna try to snatch some of those guys up.
2: <laughs> you know, so once that happens, there'll be some more guys in the pool. But
3: well, two of them I'm not even gonna worry about. <laughs> yeah, beating Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray.
2: Kyler Murray, I think, could be sneaky good this year, especially for fantasy.
0: Yeah, I got especially
2: two. for fantasy. I got two co- two good quarterbacks. I'm good. But I mean, really, like. You got to fit Kyler Murray can run and he he has a good arm, he's a good passer. No, he's not. He is. He's not. All right, but prove it.
1: He is. Prove it. Um, I want to do a pass, punt, and kick contest with him right
0: now. <laughs> he shows up. <laughs> hey, Kyler, thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so you answered our evite. Um,
2: but I, I think I think Kyler can be very effective. Similar, I mean,
3: even I if think it's Kendall not deserves on deserves a shot for that.
2: <laughs> for what the evite? Yeah. Why?
3: Because it's stupid. All right, pour it up. All right, fine. But you have to do
0: it. <laughs> what, the shot?
3: No, you have to pour it.
2: You're right next to it. Nope, you determined it has to be poured, so you have to do it.
0: You're right next to it. Kyle, how do you think uh, Chad Kelly's going to do it? Kyle, just
2: un- <laughs> untwist the top. Why would you rip it again?
0: Why? To piss you off. Is it working? do we have an open package?
2: Yes, and it's twisted, but he's opening it again.
0: Who twists his things? This guy, Chad Kelly, looks like uh, anybody he could have ever gone to high yeah. school. Then I'm just going to leave it here. You're right there, <laughs> Chad Kelly. Doesn't the guy he just looks like he went to high school with him? Like it just did some. Oh, his name's
2: Swag Kelly.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. It was a dollar sign through the S. This guy's the real deal. <laughs> Where is he? A backup. Oh, <laughs> uh, Indianapolis. Oh, he uh, had a start. No, he didn't have a start in Denver, but he did have a game played. He rushed for one yard.
2: Negative one. Negative.
0: So I wonder if it was like a botched field goal.
2: Or, or did he come out to take a knee?
0: Yep, that's it. 100%. That's got to suck. Yeah, just ruining his, his stats. Who, who would he dad. have came in for last year? You well,
2: know it Keenum?
0: Was a, it was in Denver, so Brock. Yeah, maybe. Well, whatever that disaster.
2: Osweiler was starting for them last year?
0: He might go oh, there last cold. year. Right? Is that what it was? Was it last year? Last year, yeah. Oh, then Keenum. But, but wasn't Brock there, though? Didn't he go back? No, Brock was in Miami.
3: No, he was there last year.
2: I think he went back after Miami.
0: He got cut.
3: During the season? Hmm. You Kennel, know, pull up Brock Oswald. <laughs> are you sure? Uh, I think so. I think he ended the year in Denver. He ended up playing a lot of games for him.
0: Probably didn't spell his name right. Oh, here okay, it is. <laughs> 2017 was in Denver. Ah, uh, then he went to Miami. Then he was Miami. Okay. I, I know, because he beat the Bears last year.
2: He's
1: undefeated
0: against the Bears. That's a, an amazing thing that happened with Houston. Goes there, signs that. Monster yeah. deal.
2: <laughs> Craps the bed.
0: <laughs> Big time.
2: Cuts him, and he goes back to Denver.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, God. Like, we, we talk about this stuff all the time, like, you know, hindsight 2020. But would he just stayed in Denver? Would his life, his career have been different? Would it have been better? Probably no, not. He sucked in Denver. I get a couple of like, he, he just moments. had a good defense for him. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, he put together like a win or two. He, he
2: wasn't bad that year. I mean... Then they, they took him out to put Peyton in in the playoffs, and he just kind of hobbled his way to a Super Bowl. But
3: hey, I like to see that. Me too. It was good. Have well, you been rooting for the Broncos if Hoswy was the quarterback?
2: <laughs> I just remember that Super Bowl watching Peyton Manning, and it was just it was rough. <laughs> he was just out there throwing duck balls. He couldn't move. She's <laughs> like, "All
0: right, guys, just get me through this game." <laughs> hey, he threw that laser two point conversion. Though. <laughs> remember
1: that. Awesome uh, reverse he had though. Oh, the yeah. reverse.
0: By the way, and, uh, that record-setting year no. versus the, the Ravens. Oh, it's beautiful. It's them. There's no one around him. He's like, God, that guy's 150 years old.
2: <laughs> Don't hit him.
0: Football raised in the air. <laughs> Just fumbles. <laughs> Tries to pull it in. It's a touchback.
2: Yeah, I'm very excited for football to start.
0: We got a uh, next week, right? Next Thursday. Next Thursday. All right. Oh on. yeah,
1: I'm gonna ask on air just because I don't want to forget. Um, we're unless it's a six o'clock game. Can you bring Kyle home next Thursday after the game, the softball game?
2: No, please.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, just because it's the I don't want to miss the I Bears. Gotcha. If it's a six o'clock game, I can pick him up at seven. Probably just swing, you know, swing by wall in front
0: of the way. I don't want to do that, but I will. Uh, nuts, but I'm making my announcement on the air, and you guys actually all have me pretty much beat, but I'm going to grow a beard the entire football season, so if you guys like to join me. You can keep your pre-existing, but...
2: <laughs> Everyone goes, fresh, <laughs> clean shave,
1: Wednesday night. I can't. Last time I shaved my face completely clean. Yeah. My daughter wouldn't talk to me for
0: like two days. So, uh, if you want to participate, please do, and you can keep your pre-existing beard. Kyle has a good one going. Kind of got the... Not, not the Matt Garza. It's better. It's better than... <laughs> <Matt> <laughs> Roberto Garza. Rever- <laughs> the Roberto Garza. Souls, comments, concerns? Fuck Matt Garza. <laughs> <laughs> do you mean that?
3: Yeah, he's not good.
0: Do you mean that, though? Yeah.
1: Would I'm you- saying you got a nice beard. Is Thank you. Why are you so, being so mean to
0: Roberto Garza?
3: So does... So does uh, Rebecca, though.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's blonde, though blonde beard looks like like uh, a gay pirate (laughs) blonde beard blonde, less intensity but um yeah yeah growing that beard should be good well while we're on the subject
1: of the afc south and you know we had our first big injury news of the year so far you guys want to talk about lamar miller going down what it means to the texans this year
3: i don't think it changes anything
0: well, it's it's interesting because Lamar Miller is. I mean,
1: it sucks for him being a contract year. Yeah, granted he he's he's kind of like he's missed the he kind of missed that opportunity to get that really big contract because like he played like well enough in Miami to get a good deal with the Texans, but I feel like he kind of played like average, the, not average, but he just played like the the twilight of his career. I mean, he was good last year for them.
2: He was a Pro Bowler last year, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he he was effective. It's just
0: he's a serviceable guy. Yeah, Not, nothing flashy.
2: Well, what? We're, uh, can you pull up his stats from last year? Oh, sure. Yeah, thought you were gonna do that.
0: Well, I was gonna pull up the season. You yeah. um, thought wrong. Well, nice.
2: Yeah,
1: douchebag.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, souls,
1: go back to what you were saying though. It doesn't change anything. I don't think it changes anything. Elaborate.
3: Uh, I had to swallow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think Duke Johnson could be just as good as him there. And he's a more reliable pass catcher.
1: You know, Kyle high-fived me after almost every one of my picks last night and said good pick and then told me my team was trash on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) I
2: didn't do that. So, we're looking at at Lamar Miller's stats. So, you figure he only played in 14 games, so he missed two probably, what, injury, whatever?
3: Yeah, probably. So, you got
2: to figure if he played all 16, he's over 1,000 rushing yards. I can't see the numbers. He finished with 973 yards with five touchdowns. So, I mean, he he would have been over 1,000 yards. Um, And he had, what, 163 receiving yards and yards. a touchdown. So, I mean, he's not a great pass-catching back, but serviceable enough. But the, the Texans also didn't run those types of plays that often.
0: Right. He's I a mean, very
1: traditional start well, running The, back. the thing – the thing with the unless it's a designed pass to the running back, Deshaun Watson didn't have enough time to no, go through his progressions yeah. and then just check it down. He was you know by the time he got running for his life. Basically, the, basically this is how Deshaun Watson's thought process went last year on every single pass play. If it was play action, it was like all right and sack. So run <laughs>
2: run 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 run. Right, but but Hopkins. if it
1: was a normal pass play, it was like and hike, Hopkins,
3: throw, nah, whatever happens. <laughs> yeah, <I do> that <laughs> It's a not a there. real interception if it goes to him. so we're not, We started a team with the Texans, and I feel like Deshaun Watson. I say hike, and they're there.
1: <laughs> so what I did was in this, this year, because tra- I tried to change it up. So I made Kyle the quarterback. I made him extremely mobile with great speed, good throw on the run, but not no deep ball accuracy, and not a really powerful arm. Like, in terms of, like, the zip.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and, and then to change it up, because it's just, like, it's so easy to just keep it. I made myself a slow, poor route-running tight end <laughs> with amazing hands, really big, good blocker. And let me tell you something. When I'm not trying to fuck around with the impact versus finesse block, because if you can get the right one on the guy, you just you slam him to the ground. Brandy. If I don't push buttons, I, I, I can hold, like, I held Joey Bosa... <laughs> like, without even getting pressure the
0: whole game. The best description from what you just said was poor route running. <laughs> well, so here's the Real thing.
1: stiff. I, well, because like, The thing is, when you're playing, unless you're, like, like, a real asshole, sorry to the people that do this, but nobody, if you're a wide receiver, like, nobody runs the routes. That like, so, like, for me, I basically always just run across the field in some, however deep everybody else is going. If he's got all the receivers going deep, I run a deeper cross route perpendicular to everybody else. And then if he doesn't throw it, I just start working my way back.
3: <laughs> Souls, does that check out for you? Yeah. But there's some times, though, where he's standing sideways and doesn't do anything. Not his fault, but that's kind just of the game being the game. Game being the game, yeah. And it bothered me because it happened three times. I wonder what even went to a pick.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lamar Miller, I'm kind of on the, the, the Kyle side. I think with or without him, uh, the team doesn't, it doesn't fall on—the success doesn't fall on Lamar Miller suiting up for them. Um, I, I think he's a, a effective, and it's a good guy to have, but I don't think he's the guy who's going to make changes that put the Texans over in, in games. No, but
1: I think it definitely would have given—it would have been better to have that one-two punch of like both serious running backs.
3: All this means is that the Browns are just going to get a fucking third-round pick instead of a fourth-round pick. Duke Johnson's going to put up fucking number to put up to be to get a third round pick. Well, I mean, we we don't exactly know that. I mean, they signed
2: Ajayi for a reason. Not saying he's great, but I mean, Duke Johnson's not a great between the tackles. Right? He's a good pass catching back, but he's not a between the tackles guy. So I mean, Ajayi's going to take work from him
3: in that sense. So I mean. It's well, it's going to take at least a few weeks.
2: Oh, I know, but I, well, I mean, they're both just as new to the system.
3: Well, no, it's not that. It's like he just got cleared. Who, Jai? Um, but I mean, it, it's it's not like Duke Johnson Is all of a sudden
2: like, all right, you're our workhorse. Like we we believe in you. He just got there two weeks ago. Like, too bad they don't have Alfred Blue anymore.
1: It, you you know, know, I can't believe I heard his name twice in 24 hours. <laughs> I think
2: that's going to be just a, a more of a committee unless someone breaks out. You know, if Week One Duke Johnson can rush for you know 80 yards and a touchdown and receive, then yeah, he'll take the starting role. But I mean, we've seen Ajayi come out and explode in games.
3: So is that a shot
0: towards me.
2: No,
3: is it not true, Kyle? Oh, it is. Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> I mean, just really. said it. There's a word shot. It definitely like. Took a shot, you know.
2: I didn't even say that. He did. (laughs) I said he exploded in a game.
3: Sorry, he he exploded.
2: (laughs) He Uh, rushed for over 200 yards in two separate games. Yeah,
0: guess what? (laughs) Got stuck in the playoffs. Okay. Overrated, bitch. So we have the um, the Texans' schedule up. And it it looks, it's very top heavy, uh, difficult early. And uh, I'm looking at the Saints, Jags, Chargers, Panthers, Falcons, Chiefs, Colts, Raiders, Jags, uh, before the bye week. Diction! And, <laughs> and honestly, I don't know how many of those games they win. Um, maybe you beat, you beat Jacksonville. Uh, you meet beat the Panthers, maybe. Yeah. Um, Beat this, the
1: Raiders. This Andrew Luck thing is interesting though because it really opens up the door for the whole division.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Because if we don't know
1: we I mean, we we predict we're gonna get that whole, you know, fifty percent quality from Nick Foles thing. Yeah. But they they're gonna ha- they have the defense only got better. And the only reason their defense didn't play up to the caliber it did was kinda like the Minnesota Vikings thing where it was just like they were on the field all the fucking time. Like, your defense can only be so good if they're always
0: playing. Right. I enjoyed uh, Ramsey, though, getting kind of thrown all over.
2: That usually happens when cornerbacks get
3: really mouthy. Yeah.
0: you didn't get thrown all over. He kind of did. No. Yeah. Why, why are you disputing this? I'm
3: not. But team took more shots, but it doesn't mean he got – he still had, like, a lot of path deflections and all that shit. It's not like he got roasted. He kind of did. No, not like Darrell Revis last a couple of years.
0: Yeah, but Revis wasn't, a, like, a big talker. And also, he was Revis also was a, old. Yeah, Revis was, like, 100 years old. <laughs> he was. He was, like, 32. Oh.
2: Jalen Ramsey's, what, 24?
0: God, the, 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 the lifespan of a cornerback is, like... Yeah, but Jalen
1: but Jalen Ramsey also goes up against, like, two really good receivers twice a year.
2: No, I, I understand that.
0: what didn't. What are you, uh, are you, like, a Ramsey fan all of a sudden?
3: No, but... Not like, you're, making you're, it, you're, make, like you're making it out to seem like he fucking got 300 yards against him every fucking game.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that... It's the, what versus, you're saying. Versus what he did the previous year and the amount of stuff he, he talked, he did not measure up to what he was What he was saying, is what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying.
3: But you know what I'm saying? No. Because you're wrong.
0: No. We're on a spricker, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys know. <laughs> I mean, I have to pull up the stats for for Ramsey to really. I, I didn't realize this was going to be a discussion. Go ahead. I didn't want it to be a discussion. Go ahead. It's like when jock you brought up somebody. Up you brought room.
1: up somebody that's generally hated by the NFL population, and you didn't expect Kyle to combat you on <laughs> it.
0: I guess I'm in the wrong. <laughs> All right, these stats going to be helpful, Lewis? Let's see here.
1: I did see a stat, though, that was very funny. It was, like, somebody posted it. It was, like, an NFL page. It wasn't the NFL, but, like, a a football page. And they posted, like, Jalen Ramsey hit, like, nine picks in his last three years. Like, this guy's lights out. And I was like, Kyle Fuller had seven last year. Why are we not talking more about him? I mean, yeah, he looks like a fucking alien, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, these stats I pull up really don't help us at all. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to go off the interceptions, because he's never been, like, a big interception guy. They don't throw at him. Let's see what we got
3: here. It pissed me off, but he clamped Brown down for most of the game. I wish that the stats here showed how many passes
2: were thrown at him.
0: Uh, they do it game by game, but... <laughs> well, no, there
1: has Got a calculator? A, are you on Pro Football Reference? Yeah. There should be an advanced stats
0: section. Yeah, we can keep talking to you know, uh, every, everyone else. No, we're, we're trying we're to We're watching what out. you do. <sighs> yeah. defense <laughs> player news.
3: Oh,
2: no. Oh, no. Wow.
3: That's pretty cool. Shut should have, Ken. All right. Yeah, you shut fucking shut jamoke. Am I
1: going to have to do this, Kendall?
2: Yes. I, I don't see it.
3: All right, let's see. But the pro football for focus, we'll find out this year where he ranks among all corners.
0: Yeah, but I don't care about that.
3: It's very funny, though, when I see that on Sunday Night Football.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pro football focus? <laughs> <laughs> Who's trending up? <laughs> oh, Peter.
2: Jay Glazer's got the inside scoop. Oh, that
0: guy's awful. I hate that guy. <laughs>
3: J.J. what? University. <laughs> of Wisconsin. Got the fucking...
0: Twelve on there in the bottom. (laughs) Pro Football Focus. That's that's a nice reference. I like that. Something I always pay attention to It's like, yeah, great, whatever.
2: (laughs) Well, he's ranked fifteenth.
0: Yeah, like I when that list like initially comes out, like you never hear about it. It's always like after the fact.
2: Hey guys, here's the 2011 (laughs) Pro Football Focus list.
0: (laughs) Oh, thanks, mom.
2: Just came out.
0: (laughs) Rich chocolate (laughs) Ovaltine. <laughs> you sounded like the kid of the commercial. <laughs> yeah,
3: Yo, have you guys ever even had, tried that before?
0: Yeah, it's, I don't like it. No, it's not good. No, you never had it. No, oh, it's, it's I refuse to. I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah. I'd rather just have Nesquik. Yeah, I mean, Nesquik's the way to go. As far as your powdered chocolate variety goes, <laughs> <laughs>
2: your powdered chocolate milk drink.
0: I'm a big uh, Yoohoo fan myself. It's not a milk. Alright, so
1: last year he gave up 78 receptions on 128 targets. But he only gave up 642 yards, three touchdowns. He had 12 breakups, four interceptions, and was responsible for. Four hundred and fifty-five total defensive, like Plays. finishes. So whether it was like disrupting a run, causing a redirection, you know, in uh, a zone coverage, like resulting in covering on a route that went in an incompletion, something along those lines.
2: Mm-hmm. What's that AV stat? Can you hover over that AV?
0: Approximate value. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it has, oh, it's 10. It As a description is our attempt to attach a single number to every player season since 1960. So you have to see something else to have it explained to you, though.
2: Can you pull up the glossary? Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks, pro football reference. Uh, All right. Well, anyway, I don't like the guy, and I think he didn't have the season that he talked up to me. Okay. That's better. I pretty much said the same he thing. Didn't,
3: he didn't. You pretty much said he sucked. I didn't say he you sucked. You did. Where are you getting this yeah. from? It's just like how he thought Josh Norman sucked that year. Who said what year? Him and Odell Beef in Carolina. I'd say he sucked. I'll forever hate Odell Beckham for that. <laughs> That's so
2: stupid, Kyle. But Juju hitting Perfect in the head was okay. Didn't he? Did.
3: Didn't hit him in the head. Hit him right in his face. He hit a defensive linebacker. With a what? shoulder. A defenseless linebacker. <laughs> with a shoulder. You didn't have with that. Okay, you didn't see him flying 45 yards from the fucking opposite Listen, side to go hit him in the head. Never
2: once said Odell was right. Yeah, but, but you're, you're going to say that's him. why you don't like him. And that's asinine.
3: There's way more to that game that I don't like. He was a little bitch. Tom Clawford should have been So So,
2: because he was getting late hit on every play, that was okay?
3: He did the same shit.
2: That's not what I asked you. Dun, 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 I don't. Dun,
3: so. Okay, how about this? I think he was a bitch the whole game. They both were, but he was more of the bigger bitch for what he did at the end. For we're talking about Beckham and Norman. Yeah, yeah. He cemented the bitch in that.
2: So again, it was okay when Norman hit him twice after the play, once in the head. That was cool.
3: <laughs> did he fly fifty yards from the other side?
2: Kyle, no, no. Answer, answer the question. My, answer answer my the question.
3: question. He got hit late
2: twice and then retaliated. He was wrong, but the lead up is just as bad. No, it's not. It it's is.
1: all about what gets caught. They never catch the initiate. They always catch the retaliate.
0: What, what was the line you just said? A well liked uh, player in the NFL. What? Uh, I think you just said a well. You mean a well played, well liked player in the NFL? <laughs> you don't expect? Yeah, Kyle. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no,
1: not a well played. No, it's just you. You got a a, a known disliked player by the NFL <laughs> oh. community, and you didn't expect Kyle to defend him. <laughs>
0: Do I do know. I found that so funny because
1: <laughs> it's true. Kyle loves all the people people hate. Yep. Uh, I He's like love a you, sports Kyle. hipster. He is a sports <laughs> hipster. He <laughs> thinks he thinks Baker Mayfield's going to be the worst quarterback to ever play in the Browns uniform. You know, he thinks Johnny Manziel's better than Baker Mayfield. No, I don't. You do. You don't. You do. I don't. You do. I don't. Show me the money. <laughs> money talks, yo.
3: I would like for him to be better than Baker Mayfield. Why? He was more fun.
2: How do you
1: figure? In What world
2: was Johnny Manziel more fun than Mayfield, dude? It's because you don't like Baker because he's a Brown.
3: No, that's not it. Because I don't hate all Browns. No, I hate-
2: it's because he's a. It's because he's a quarterback
1: for the Browns when everyone's getting behind the Browns. Yeah. And now that the Bengals suck, the Browns are the new Bengals. <laughs> so now is Kyle's gonna be like, oh, I actually like Andy Dalton. <laughs> no, I don't. You you said it like two weeks ago no, that I said you didn't suck. No, you no, said you like Andy you Dalton. You said it because when we did our guilty pleasures thing with Mox Sky, <laughs> you said I like Andy Dalton. Go back on Spreaker, which we're streaming, on, by the way, and you can listen to it. I think that's a great segue into a break. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back in like five to ten minutes. We usually always take longer. Yeah, than we I, say. Gotta,
2: I gotta take a nap or something.
1: <laughs> and then when we come back, I believe we're gonna do some fantasy talk.
3: Yeah. yeah
1: alright Solos your time to shine fantasy talk
3: not going to dispute every time
2: so. that's, <laughs> that's
1: fine that's, that's what the point of the show is
3: well every time
1: someone argues they have to drink all the private stocks.
2: <laughs> Kyle you're right <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kyle would be like no I'm not <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll be back in 5 to 10 minutes enjoy your George Strait radio on Spreaker
0: and now back to getting sports with drunk on the PPRN radio network
1: Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yeah, man. He
2: hasn't seen it yet.
1: Nah. He said he might watch it because he didn't know Burt Reynolds played like <laughs> one of the guys. <laughs> oh, um, I'm yeah. all in <laughs> now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much what happened. But uh, yeah, all right. So we're back uh, a little. You know, George Strait just says we were on break for a long time. <laughs> I know, we're listening to
2: George Strait.
1: <laughs> um. But yeah, so but we were, we we're talking to you know. Don't forget next week. Uh, week from today, our live draft, getting sports draft, drunk, draft, drunk draft 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 draft. It'll be uh, nice souls. <laughs> it'll be the the five of us here. Uh, white tea souls, machine washable. The red baron, R- post cupcake. The riddler, uh, Rita, who's currently got a hair bun going on, weird thing going on. Over kind there. of a cousin it vibe going on over Yeah, she. <laughs> uh, and then J Mart. will be making the. Special guest, long anticipated. Don't, don't get return. ahead of ourselves. No, he's coming. He said he, he already called it at work. <laughs> um, the mass, Chris Massey, and then first time guest,
0: Eric. All right. Wow. Stole his Thunder, just yeah. like that. You know, he
2: was looking right at me.
1: Sorry. Well, Go. yeah, you're the one that bangs him more than anyone else
2: here. Oh, Kyle. Kyle, Kyle doesn't
1: bang him. They don't. They don't. No, they, they're like a happy married couple that sleeps in separate rooms. <laughs> They just get along. They don't bicker about anything. <laughs> they just get along. Kyle, you all right over there? You uh, the Phillies are going to lose to the Pirates. Yep. So What's the score right now? 6-2? 4-2. 4-2. How many times you guys had the bases juice tonight? None. None? How many times you had runners in scoring position with less than one out? Less than two outs? None. And you guys are winning? Yeah. yeah you guys usually lose when you have a lot of... I watched a game one time where the Phillies had the bases loaded. With less than two outs, three times in a game, and scored no runs. Yeah. I couldn't believe
3: it. Boy, two games back of the wild card after tonight. Tied with the Mets.
0: Hey, hey. Oh, ho. ho. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's talk. Uh, let's talk fantasy football. All right.
0: Coming off our draft. The Red
1: I Baron think. really wanted to talk fantasy football, so I'm going to let him take the reins.
0: Well, I had a, a private conversation with Kyle today. <laughs> it was like two seconds about nobody else got that joke. One no. thing,
3: like, there's more to talk about. There's sleepers,
0: man. Like, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, we're we're in what is the height of fantasy football? Like, the, the drafts are happening now. I don't think anyone's really drafted uh, prior to last week, right? I think we're too early. Um, we there, to... there
2: were drafts happening. Yeah, we used to do it wicked early, and. We had to shoot that down.
0: Yeah. I think we do it at a, a pretty appropriate time.
2: <laughs> we actually were still kind of early this year. Usually we do it like two days before the season. We usually do it on like the Tuesday before week one. For what? For our draft. The last two years we did it the Tuesday before week one. For what, our friend group one? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It, it well, we wanted to do too, it next weekend, but yeah, it was not work Yeah, just the timing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, it like, coincided to kind of like a softball because we knew everyone was together yeah. and this and that. But th- that worked out fine. A lot of fun. I was what? more shocked that everybody showed up, but wouldn't it would be funny if I had to like call in John L on Facebook? is uh, Raiders exclamation point! Like, yeah, no, no, no. But why not? Well, besides us being Steelers fans, the obvious reason you know Brown and all. But hey, this guy's pumped. Oh yeah, yeah. Raiders exclamation point! that's not a sad thing, right? Raiders. Give give some enthusiasm, Raiders. There we go. Other teams matter too, souls. Yeah, meet the Lions.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, uh, <laughs> I found this this sheet here, and it, it I guess is the top two hundred. Uh, this is the fantasy football calculator. I'm sure you've heard of it. No, nope. uh, I don't. I don't know what makes it a calculator, uh, but I guess it, you know if we wanted to break stuff down by. How how you do the league? We got a PPR league set up here. That's kind of what we're doing. I think that's a, a very popular option amongst uh, fantasy football players. Uh, I know uh, you guys probably Riddler and Souls have played in two QB leagues uh, before. You right? have uh, as well. Last year, did we play? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. in, our, in our GSWD one. So that was my first time, so I didn't remember. It.
1: And if you're Vinny, you've played in the rare <laughs> five quarterback league <laughs> 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 and didn't draft one good one. <laughs>
3: Right. oh yes yeah, Russell Wilson
1: did he get Russell Wilson
3: yeah can remember <laughs> where they f- referred first... excuse
0: me thank you but we would talk about some guys who may be uh sleepers or guys who are you know maybe busts so uh, Kyle, do you have some people in mind I'm gonna scroll down a little bit our list here well um, we're gonna stay away from the top probably 20 guys yeah that's 20 that's, 30 guys that's
3: fair. well in terms of sleeper yeah Okay. Well,
0: yeah, I agree with that.
3: Well, not not buzz. Like, there's obviously gonna be some fancy buzz.
0: So we got some some middle of the road. I'm gonna say middle of the road for players right now. Um, we got guys like uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, Melvin Gordon, and Mark Ingram. I think are, well, Melvin Gordon and Mark Ingram is kind of an intriguing uh, talk about. Ingram, the new scheme there, playing in Baltimore, he, uh, a featured guy in New Orleans. You kept uh, saying
3: Melvin and Ingram, and right? I immediately thought Melvin Ingram.
0: Well, I, that's what I mean, too. Let's get him involved. <laughs> uh, but Mark Ingram uh, playing there in, in, in Baltimore uh, with their uh, multi-running uh, back being a quarterback situation there. So what, what do we kind of anticipate from him?
2: It's a, it's a tough team to kind of evaluate because we don't know what we're going to get with Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I think he's going to be their primary runner.
0: Um, Dave Sanderson tuning in.
2: So so it's it's tough to kind of oh. gauge where to put Ingram because even if he's the starting running back, I still think he's the number two running option there. Which is a weird like dynamic.
0: Well, and it's it's interesting because he was we played very well in New Orleans. No doubt. No doubt. But this guy is a very traditional running back. And it's kind of the way that things are going now. Especially as a fantasy owner, you want the guy to be the pass catcher, too. Well, you need it, right? It just it's kind of to the days of like imagine having Jerome Bettis as, as your in fantasy. It's like you, it's not super ideal. I mean, favorite favorite player ever, but like he's not going to go out there and, and have five receptions in a game for you.
3: He's a tough pick because there's just a lot going on there. Like they, they, just, I think they're still going to use all their other running backs as well. So he's not going to get all the time. Who's still there? I got to look at it. But I know they, they had like three guys last year. Well, I, uh, but I mean, like Alex Collins is gone. Yeah, they had Dixon, who was primarily and, the lead back, and
2: Gus. I forgot about Gus Edwards. Yeah. Gus <laughs> Edwards, yeah. He he kind of broke out a little bit though. But I mean, Buck Allen's gone. Is he? Yeah. I, yeah. He. I'm not sure where he went, but he's not on the. the yeah, he's radars. not on anybody's fantasy radar, so it's okay. <laughs> but um, I don't. I mean, I I think Ingram's gonna be the starter, and he'll, he'll have work. But I think he's gonna lose a lot of the goal line goal line work to Lamar Jackson. I I think Jackson's gonna be running a lot this year,
0: right? So it,
2: it's it it's tough to kind of
0: gauge like. So, but do you at all, you guys anticipate Ingram being kind of like the, the safety blanket? At all, Not not necessarily, I mean, as a guy who's going to come out of the backfield to catch passes and a dump-off thing, but I just mean, like, do you think they're going to run the ball more just, you know, running back behind quarterback uh, type plays. Are we going to see that, you think, and he's just going to get a lot of touches that way? Or do you just you do anticipate um, Jackson just running all over the place? I think it's going to be Jackson.
2: I think Jackson's going to get a lot of, like, play action, like bootlegs to, to scoot out or, or just design runs. Um. I mean, to me, Ingram is, like, at best a flex. Like, I don't think you can play him as, like, one year starting running backs. There, there's – I don't know. I I personally – I don't trust him this year as a fantasy option. Yeah. He's, he is talented. I mean, we've seen him. He's a talented back. I just don't think the, the opportunity will be there.
0: And he's getting older. Are you putting in quotes? Well, I, I don't know. He's –
1: He's getting older. Right. Still a Heisman winner. <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> very, very true.
1: You can actually join us in a couple weeks on Spreaker when we talk about Heisman winners.
0: Yeah. Souls winner.
3: I said everything I needed to say about him. All right. Fair uh, enough. Let
1: me ask you, in the rankings of, we'll call it, like, flex slash tier three running backs, is Mark Ingram Souls or something else?
0: Something else. Souls something else it's it's always been something else <laughs> <laughs> all right this is a uh, polar another. probably <laughs> polar probably or was or a polar porpoise the original polar <laughs> yeah, or porpoise <laughs> <laughs> uh this is a, a hot one issue for this room uh derrick henry
3: i just don't see why you pick him
0: oh i mean some, i see um, i see why you could
3: pick him i'm not like
1: for me derrick henry and i think this will kind of go on everyone's radar Derrick Henry is nobody's RB1, but if you're in a position to pick, if you're in a position to pick, like, let's say you have, I think a good example would be, like, let's say you have, like, maybe, like, a 7 seven or 8 pick in a st- standard 10-person league, right? So by that time, you've lost all the top, the top three guys, and then probably Gurley. You know, you, may, maybe not, you know. But, like, at that point, you're probably going to be looking at, like, David Johnson or Gurley, right? And then from there, when you cycle back through, you might be looking at, like, a Joe Mixon, but you're probably going to go with one of those top receivers that are still available, right? It's
0: kind okay. of a situation I ran into last night.
1: Ooh. Right, and so it's something – but it runs into the the lines where you have a long snake to go back through, especially if you're eight. So by the time it get back, gets back to you, you're sitting there looking, and you're like, okay – you're you're like I'm gonna probably pick another receiver, maybe get like you might still get like a Philip Lindsey or something like that. By the time it gets back to you in like your fifth round, Derrick Henry is still available. It's it's not a terrible option to go with, to have for a depth spot. I mean, even if it's just a couple week fill in a flex fill in. I mean, Derrick Henry is not by any
2: means. He's not going to be a three point a week guy. To me, Derrick Henry's a guy that you would put in your flex and hope he gets a touchdown because he he's going to be their you know their goal line kind of power back um I think he's going to be their featured back. You think he overtakes Dion Lewis this year? Yeah. Well, that'd be cool cuz I I like Derrick Henry a lot. I think he's a talented back. It's just they they haven't given him the opportunity I think that they should. Um I mean if if he's the the featured lead back then I I think you can put him in almost every week.
3: He's scared, man. To me he's a, like Eddie Lacy was.
2: I think he's better than Eddie Lacy. I don't
3: know. I'm just saying, like, he's the type of running back that he is. He's a power back. And he's you, power back, and if you give him a lot of carries, he's gonna get a lot of one, two yards, kind of get you know taken out of the situation because it's gonna be like three and third and seven or. See the the
2: difference I see is is Derrick Henry is a power back with some wiggle. I mean he he can shift and and avoid the cut. he is a power like he's a big big guy. He runs hard, but, I mean, he, he's got enough wiggle where he can make guys miss and, and rip off chunks. I mean, we've seen it in games where, you know, yeah. he almost looks unstoppable.
0: I think we're in agreement, though, for fantasy. He's definitely not a, a one or two. He's definitely a guy that's worth having on your roster, but probably in, in the flex type. It, it
2: Again, I mean, I agree, but I just if he's a guy, if he's going to be their featured back, and he's gonna get the fifteen to twenty carries a game. Then that's not I, a
3: feature back though, that's a split back.
2: If you're getting twenty touches a game, that's that's your
3: lead guy. Again, fifteen to twenty. Like your lead back is usually gonna get you twenty five to
0: thirty. Well I I, I yes, I, I agree, Souls, but I think sort of because the way the NFL is now, it's so past you know, happy that Well
3: he's, he's on a team that's like built to run.
0: Right, yeah. I mean, that, that and is if kind he of can't
3: get it done that way, then in my opinion, he's not worth taking.
2: But that's what I mean. If, if he's the guy that you're going to give 20 touches a game, then I think Derrick Henry is absolutely a startable player almost week in and week. Because the, the Titans want to run the ball, and he's a guy that can do it. He He's not a great pass-catching back, so that limits him. But I, I think if he gets that 15 to 20 carries a week, he's going to put points up. And I
1: think I mean, even, the even if he just gets one reception for no yards, even if he just, regardless of yards, yeah, even if he gets a reception and 40 to 60 yards and a touchdown a game, that's worth a start. That's what, I mean, that's that's what I'm double saying. That's double-digit points. I mean, anybody who can average you double-digit points is worth starting.
2: That's right. I, I, I think this year, like, if, if we think he's going to be their lead guy, I think he'll have the opportunity. Well, I
1: think there's more potential for him to be the lead guy, too, because you look at their, quarter, their QB1 and QB2, they're both injury-prone guys. So as regardless of Mariota knowing the system or Tannehill knowing the system,
2: I forgot Tannehill was there, <laughs> right? But like,
1: but like because of the injury prone and especially with Mariota losing his mobility feature ever since he got hurt, um, like you look a a little bit more at that downhill runner versus that outside the tackle like RPO guy. Very
0: true. Hey Carl, too, let us know anybody that you think is uh, kind of a fringe uh, fantasy player. I know you're an avid player, and actually he's pretty good. I'm trying to
2: pull – it won't let me see the uh, comments.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not sure why. It's weird. Um, well, I think we could stay on the running backs for a couple more guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a guy I'm very intrigued uh, about. I had him towards the tail end of my uh, losing season uh, last year. Philip Lindsey. Guy who's going to be the starter in Denver, uh, proved you know he's worth it. Um, in, in my opinion, I, I don't know what that Broncos team is going to shape up to look like. I think the word
3: for him is potential this year, because now they have a quarterback that can spread it open. I think you said there. Not liking it, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> really cracked those legs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, well, it's true because you know Case Keenan was a five to ten yard type guy. Now you have a guy that can throw downfield.
2: Say his name, Kyle. Come on. <laughs> no. I didn't even pick up on that. Say his name. <laughs> okay. You started to, and then
3: you bailed on it. So. <laughs> i remember by move my train of thought. <laughs> Flacco
2: can throw downfield. Come on.
3: Better than Keenum. Better?
2: Flacco's better than Keenum. I agree with you. All
3: right. Whatever. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs>
2: Philip Lindsay, to me,
1: is... Where he's being projected to go in terms of running backs, and everyone knows, in a ten-team league with two running backs, like that's that's the bare minimum. Very rarely are you going to be in a league where there is less people and less running back positions to fill. There's always two, if not three, with the flex. It gets tough, um, especially to find consistent ones. Philip Lindsay did have a great year last year before he got hurt. Um, there is a lot more on the ceiling side for him than maybe a lot of these other later type round running backs. However, he comes with a caution sign for me, and that's because Denver loves to use the whole running back family. And we have seen – Mock likes to make fun of the Bears, but go down the list of all the great running backs – or games that – like running backs that have had great stretches of games for the Broncos – since Peyton Manning started playing there, and where are they now? No Sean Marino. Um,
3: he kind of just felt that like he was. He with right, the but but and No like... Sean
1: Marino, and then it was, and then after No Sean Marino, it was um, who was it? Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name.
0: Well, they had uh, what's his face there, C J. Anderson, C J. Anderson, those
1: other guy, C J. But that's what I'm saying. They they've run through this thing, and a lot of people are really hyping up Royce Freeman.
2: So it's like. Well, the the hype behind free. I mean, you got to remember Philip Lindsay was an undrafted free agent who just kind of burst out. Right, but Royce well, Freeman was a high draft pick. Right, so but, so I understand the hype.
0: Real quick, but Martin.
1: there's the hype. But, right, but that's a lot of hype coming off of Philip Lindsay wasn't undrafted that blew up. But at the end of the day, he blew up. I mean, the guy had an amazing he did. year. He did. So, but what's it take? Does it take one bad game? Does it take, does it take a game where Philip Lindsay game three, maybe Philip Lindsay keeps getting stuffed and Royce Freeman breaks out a couple of big runs. Now, now is it, does it switch from, you know, 20 to 25 touches for Lindsay and 15 for Freeman to 25 for Freeman and 15 for Lindsay?
2: Right. Well, we, we kind of, not to cut you off, We kind of saw that happen last year where Lindsay had his couple of breakout games and then he became the lead guy and, I forget what it was, maybe like week five or six and Freeman was only getting his seven to nine, ten carries and he was doing kind of more. So then it started to switch where Freeman was getting more, but then he fell off and like Philip Lindsay exploded again.
0: Yeah. So Carl thinks Freeman is going to overtake Lindsay, which we're kind of I- touching on this exactly being the case. And as a fantasy owner, I had both those guys um, and It kind of, you know, Freeman got hurt as well, but it kind of worked out in the sense that where, um, what am I trying to say, Lindsey had more yards and receptions, Freeman was a guy kind of getting the touches near the the end zone, and he was getting the touchdowns. So it's the type of thing, if you're going to draft these guys early, which I don't think you would, because the the running backs are just better, you know, earlier in the list, but if you're going to take one, Take the other. (laughs) Have them both on your roster if you're if you're gonna go that
3: route. And a lot of leagues, Royce Freeman's not getting taken. I think a big part of that because the Broncos have said Philip Lindsay's going to start this year. He's going to be the go-to back. And he said it's not even close. I'm reading. I was reading like one of the articles like on fantasy, and he said that the the, the competition's not even close right now. Mm -hmm. The other running backs in Denver haven't even like made a step in the right direction. They've been terrible, uh, and if that's the case, then Philip Lindsay is
0: obviously the easiest choice to pick from.
3: And he also has the pass catching ability that you like, right?
0: Real quick, as Carl had mentioned this in the Facebook also have there.
3: him in ninety different leagues, so kind of want him to be good. <laughs>
0: right? Uh, he has uh, Damian Harris as a sleeper this year. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that a little bit, touch on that. That's the guy from the Chiefs. Is he is he the guy from the Chiefs oh,
2: behind? Yeah. Um, What's his name there?
3: No, he's the lead back.
2: Damien Harris? Yeah. For where? Chiefs. Who's the guy I'm thinking of on the Chiefs?
3: I don't know. There's no name. Carlos Hyde?
2: No, 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 no. I don't know who you're thinking of.
3: God damn. Hold on. All right, but anyway.
2: The rookie? Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's yes. another running back in Ca The name is escaping me.
0: But anyway, uh. Chiefs a- anticipate them to have another good season. You know, that's what we envision anyway. And uh, we know that the likes to throw the ball. And we're not exactly sure, now that the, the, the roster has kind of been shook up a little bit. Not much, but shook up a little bit. What, what we're going to kind of see from that, that squad.
2: I'm thinking of Damien Williams. Oh.
3: Isn't that what we're
0: talking about?
2: No, we're talking about Damien Harris. <laughs> oh.
0: Who's so one? I think we're wrong because Carl just said Patriots. So oh, then I don't know. That's right. The
2: rookie, the rookie drafted to the Patriots. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't think so. Damian Harris is a guy. I mean, getting a lot of buzz around him, but dude, I, I haven't watched him play at all. But I mean, from what I've seen and heard, the, there's a lot of hype behind him. But uh
3: I got two guys in front of uh, those those Patriots running backs. Nice guy
2: up. Nothing like uh nice Sonny gamer Michelle, roulette.
3: who they drafted in the first round last year, I could just give up on him. You know what though?
2: I I don't think they give up on him. But this kid was drafted for a reason. This guy, he was what? Second, second or third round pick. So I mean that that's still high draft capital, and Sonny Michel is hurt a lot. He had another surgery done on his knee this off. I mean, that's a guy that tends to not stay on the field.
0: Well, it's tough to call him a sleeper because we just talked about it. the Patriots. So whoever's good at the time is going to have that, that that wave of. You might play three that one game or, like fucking what's his name,
3: Jonas Gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and fucking break the out. practice. But then, like, but they still have James White, who Tom Brady loves. You're not going to get rid of him. You're not going to sit him. He didn't really get hurt that much.
0: <laughs> Carl says uh, when he's when he's right, he wants to wants to. Make sure we let them know. That he was right. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: fine, but I just don't see how they're gonna how they would just let a third running back jump because the so Patriots
2: do it ever, all the time.
3: I know, but I think they're so high on Michelle.
2: But but again, the, we see the Patriots do this all the time. Sony Michelle can come out week one, rush for 150 yards and three touchdowns. And guess who's getting the ball week two? God, I not really Sony Michelle. that
3: doesn't happen. But uh,
2: but really, like they do that all the no, time. No, I know. I just
3: really hope that doesn't happen. It would really suck, you know. It's it's just can the Steelers win at least? No, <laughs> then no.
2: <laughs> but um, I uh, the Patriots' running back roulette wheel is is awful when you get involved.
0: I uh, will talk about one more running back, unless there's somebody you guys really want to talk about. Uh, but I, I really like the uh, Austin Eckler discussion. A guy who had a couple a stretch of games uh, that he was effective in. It he-
1: depends on Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that's just it. That, it, it Austin Eckler is worth taking in the tenth round, eighth, eighth to tenth. Round. Melvin Gordon's still going before Eckler, right? Of course. The chance on Gordon playing is worth more. I mean, is Eckler going to play? Well? Yes. Did Eckler perform well when he got his touches in San Diego or LA? Yes. But the minute Melvin Gordon decides that he's ready to come in and play football, he's getting the number one spot. It doesn't matter it, it, it doesn't I don't think it honestly I don't think it matters what Eckler's doing for production wise. I d I don't think Connor could have not got hurt last year and kept playing the way he started off the season, like week in and week out for eight straight games. If Bell said, I'm here to play Bell would have been number one.
2: Keep keep in mind, though, I mean, I agree that Gordon comes back. He's immediately the lead back again. But last season with Gordon there, I mean, Eckler still had like his own standalone value. I mean, he was still averaging like 10 points a week. Not I mean, that's not, you know, blowing your team up. But I mean, if you're averaging 10 points a week out of your flex, I mean, you're you're happy with that. If you know this guy's in, he's going to get me ten points. That's that's what he's going to do. I mean, he he's a pretty like safe flex play, pretty much, even when Gordon comes back. So I mean, I I think Eckler's a good play this season if he perform. I mean, they they have that other what's it? Josh Jacobs is that his name? Kyle. For for the back? other the other Chargers Justin, back, Justin uh, Justin Jackson. Justin jet I knew it was a J.J. G-J. name. <laughs> but, I mean, he's a guy, too, that's pretty talented. I mean, so. Um, Josh e-
3: Jacob played for the Raiders. Ah, that's right. The
0: guy they drafted, right? Yeah. but um. Yeah, give me a shot. All right. I'm, I'm owed one as well. <laughs> uh, real quick, because Carl is, is uh, talking with us, uh, he wants to kind of know about uh, what you anticipate for Kyler Murray. He picked him up. He's a big hit or miss. I have no – like didn't know. Well, I, I don't – I don't think
1: uh, – I don't think the boomer bus applies to Kyler Murray. The reason I say that is because Kyler Murray has. He's not coming into the Josh Rosen thing. Kyler Murray was the guy that they wanted. And it seemed like Kyler Murray was the guy the front office wanted all along. Yeah. They got the coach that they wanted to go with Kyler Murray. And last year was just a big experimental. Hey, let's do this. And if it goes really, really well. Then, we got then we're guy. ahead of schedule. But if not, we're going for Kyler Murray. And Kyler Murray has a sure thing in Larry Fitzgerald. They went out and they got Michael Crabtree, who can be a red zone threat still and can be a somewhat stretch the field type of guy. Yes, he's aged. He's lost his quick step. But Michael Crabtree always fights for the football, always fights for extra yards. And if David Johnson can come back and play at 75% of the running back that he was two years ago, he's got an amazing out-of-the-backfield option. Plus, don't they? Didn't they also? They still have. Um, who do they have at tight ends? Ferry and Jenkins. No, no. Mickey
3: Seal oh, Seals- Jones and Charles Charles Clay.
1: That's what it was.
0: The, 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 uh, the two last name.
1: Right. Well, but Charles Clay has been. You know, he's not going to be the. He's not going to be the guy that's going to go out and do what you know. Yes. Greg Olsen. No, <laughs> no, he's not. He's not going to do what Zach Ertz and Kelsey. You know, he's not going to take over games. But Charles Clay is a very good vertical between the hash threat. Charles Clay is also very good at staying in and blocking, and Kyler Murray has the scrambling capability, and he has what these mobile quarterbacks have in, like, what you had in Mike Vick, what you have in Cam Newton, what you had in like, a Randall Cunningham, what you had. Got to try to find a white mobile quarterback. Um, um,
0: Ben Roethlisberger.
1: <laughs> in the prime. But, like, but even still, like, a Ben Roethlisberger, someone who could, like, move around in the pocket and escape and things of that nature. There's somebody always what what makes Russell Wilson so dangerous week in and week out is what can make Kyler Murray d- dangerous is you're gonna see Kyler Murray pointing out and calling the play, and then the ball's gonna get snapped, and five six foot five, three hundred pound guys are gonna stand up, and you're not gonna see Kyler Murray anymore. And if you take your second, take a second, uh, your eye off of him for a second, you can lose him. In the shuffle of bodies, because he's small. Like, you you know, like, what the like. look at running backs that had that success. Small running backs that did that. Tariq Cohen has success with that, because he gets lost behind the line of scrimmage. Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles. I mean... Paul
2: Parker. Jerome Bettis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they call him a bus for the reason. <laughs> the short he bus. Gone? He's the short bus!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, I mean, so, I don't think the boomer bust thing applies. I think he's going, he's going to have his woes. But... From a fantasy standpoint.
2: I oh, think he's gonna be effective.
1: It does it doesn't matter. If he goes out and throws a pick every game, that's negated with ten yards rushing. Yeah. He's gonna get ten yards rushing every game. So I mean, if you're if you're drafting a team and you decided to wait until like fourteenth, fifteenth round to get a quarterback, I don't I don't think it's the end of the world. Not at all. Not at all. Not by any means. I think that Kyler Murray I think Kyler Murray has more sleeper potential than bust potential, much like I think the other quarterback I wanted to bring up was Jameis Winston. I think Jameis Winston has a lot more boom than bust capabilities this year. He's playing on a contract year. He still has his favorite target in Mike Evans. He still has uh, Godwin. He still has O.J. Howard, who's a huge red zone threat and can be a big body in the middle of the field. He's got running backs that can produce as as a unit, no standout individually, but a unit that can play well. And not to mention, he they brought in Bruce Arians, who's a great head coach.
3: Lucky bastards.
1: Jameis Winston has a lot of potential this year, and if Jameis Winston, all Jameis Winston has to do is just learn to not throw the picks, and he did better with that in his second tour in Tampa Bay last year, because they did Fitzpatrick, Jameis Fitzpatrick, Jameis. The second time around, Jameis was better with his ball security. If he can bring that sense of ball security into this season with this new look coaching staff and the weapons he's familiar with because the, the offensive turmoil that that team had was that Deshaun Jackson was very vocal about not being a favorite target of Winston's he loved playing with Fitzpatrick well Deshaun Jackson's gone now Mike Evans is his favorite target he likes Godwin, OJ Howard's a big body threat, Jameis Winston likes the big guys
2: eat that W gotta eat that <laughs> W worst hype speech <laughs> so you see his teammates in the back just like uh, what?
0: <laughs>
2: t- you want me to eat what?
0: <laughs> I,
2: but I mean, yeah, Winston is a guy that, uh, you know, I've been burned by him twice now, so I was avoiding at all costs, but, um, Kyle, I hate you.
3: sorry, it's getting to that <laughs> point of the baseball that matters,
2: but, uh, baseball always matters, <laughs> He, I mean, Winston is absolutely a guy. I mean, for everything Paul just said. Um, personally, I think after this season, Winston's just going to permanently be a backup somewhere. No, he won't.
1: Tampa wants to give him the money. That's why they brought Bruce in. They brought somebody in that can kind of like Make him like go up another level. They Tampa wants to give Jameis Winston the money. They want him to be good.
3: He has the potential. He has all the talent to be good. And that's what
1: I'm. That's what I mean. But Tam, But I don't think he'll be the backup. Tampa will pay him.
3: Here, here's my opinion.
1: He might be that backup in two to three years if he can't hone it all in. But th- we're going to see Jameis Winston starting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers until at least 2021.
2: So so figure if they go out with all the the, the weapons and this and, the, and he get, wins six games. They, they pay them to stay on as their starter? Depends it depends on goes. what happens.
1: Did the defense give up 400
2: yards a game?
3: their defense is pretty bad.
1: But Right, and their defense is pretty bad. Did did Mike Evans get hurt? If Mike Evans gets hurt, that changes the whole complexity of that right. offense. Did Jameis Winston go out and in a six-game win season, but did Jameis go out and throw 38 touchdowns and seven interceptions? If he went out and...
2: I tell you, their defense would have to be really bad if he did that. No, not necessarily.
1: Because, but you see, things can be skewed all the time. If Jameis Winston goes out in the first three weeks and throws five touchdowns, what did Fitzpatrick do? If Jameis Winston goes out in the first three, four weeks and throws four, three, four touchdowns a game, he's already sitting on the the, the good, the the bad side of twenty. He's looking at 16, 17 touchdowns. Oh. That means over the course of the season, he's throwing an additional sixteen touchdowns. I mean, all it t- I mean, we saw, look at, Ben always, Ben's a gunslinger. Ben always puts up yards and always puts yeah. up touchdowns. But how inflated were Ben's numbers when he had those, the, the two games, including that game we went to against the Baltimore Ravens, where he just decided to throw for 537 yards and, like, six touchdowns in back-to-back weeks? That was dope. I'm just saying, like, like, does that symbolize the quarterback he was for the year? No, because he didn't throw that all year long but at the end of the year when the contract is being offered it's what are the final numbers?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And out of the two quarterbacks out of that draft, Winston I think is still way up here. Mariota I think kind of lost everything he had going for him.
1: My thing is is Mariota hit his stride a lot faster and looked more promising. But then when Roadblocks were thrown in front of him. He kept running into them. And now he's kind of sputtering. And I dare anyone to give me an argument as to why he's not sputtering. They brought in Ryan Tannehill. Not to, not just to be a backup. As a security purpose and probably to start some games. Mariota, he will get hurt. Jameis Winston shit the bed. Like, it was started off okay. Shit the bed. And now he's kind of getting this second coming. It's up
0: to him to make something
2: out of it. Yeah. What else you got, Kendall?
0: Well, I was wondering if you guys wanted to talk on uh, Kyle's favorite player, Baker Mayfield, at all about what his fantasy potential is this year.
3: Potential is very high.
0: So do you, results we, are very low. <laughs> so do we assume because of the the squad around him and what we kind of. No, does he not fall into the sleeper category? He's either a boomer bust guy.
1: I don't think he's a boomer bust, but I don't think he's a sleeper because there's a lot of talent around <clears> him. <throat> yeah. But he's still the guy that's got to deliver the football, right? So I mean, I mean, he, he has poten- He definitely has potential to be one of the most hated quarterbacks in football this year because if he doesn't perform well, a lot of good yeah. picks get got wasted.
2: Right. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. I mean. I, I honestly think Mayfield can finish top five in quarterbacks this year. And, it, and it's, I mean, completely dependent on the team around him. I mean, he has more offensive weapons around him than most teams. I mean, the, their offense has a lot of options. And it's only going to get better halfway through the year when Kareem Hunt comes back. Um, So, I mean, there, there's no reason why Mayfield shouldn't be putting up like big, big numbers this year. He's got to watch turnovers, um, but the the team around him, I mean, just between uh, Landry and Odell, I mean, those are two great receivers. I mean, Landry's got some of the best hands in the league, and Odell's a top-tier receiver. Nick Chubb's a stud, and to, I think Njoku's kind of slept on as a tight end just because he, he hasn't been used too much yet.
3: Nick Chubb played like nine, ten games. And had
2: 1,000 yards. You're
3: right. How many times have we seen a rookie running back do that and suck?
2: So is James Conner going to suck?
3: No, he wasn't a rookie. But he he
2: played one season. Played two. He played one season of a starter. Got to learn
3: from Le'Veon Bell. There's a big difference.
2: Kyle, he played one Here's season. Here's my thing.
3: The Cleveland Browns traded away their best offensive lineman for Olivier Vernon. Okay. You don't think that's going to affect them at all?
2: I'm not saying it won't, but you're saying that Nick Chubb isn't good I'm not saying he's, a he's a guy not that good. Played I'm saying
3: he has a lot of bust status written all over him. I don't think that offensive line is as good as they were last year. I think Nick Chubb is they got good rid enough. Of, they got rid of their cornerstone offensive lineman for aging defensive end. I believe he started nine games last year and finished That's with not what 991 what yards. With one of the best offensive linemen in football, and they got rid of him for nothing. So. Now you have to replace the right side, either a rookie because they didn't bring anybody in, offensive lineman wise.
2: So, so where do you think Chubb finishes?
3: I don't think he finishes in the top ten. I no,
2: think, I'm, I'm saying like stat, like how many yards does he finish? I think though? he gets eight hundred. Eight hundred with what for?
3: Five, six touchdowns. Because you said it again, you said it yourself. They bring Kareem Hunt back, so there goes his fantasy value.
2: Okay. So so say Chubb finishes will say eight hundred yards and five top. What does Kareem Hunt finish with? Because he's gonna have the second half of the year. So someone's gonna still have that production. How long he
3: have four
1: games? Eight for eight. Eight games Kareem
2: yeah. Hunt's up? Yep. So I mean the the their running back court is gonna have production. Between those two guys, you're gonna have at least twelve hundred yards of rushing yards. Cause even if if Chubb has eight hundred, Kareem Hunt's gonna get four hundred. In eight weeks. Okay. So, I mean, the the, the talent is there. Chubb is a good pass-catching back. So is Kareem Hunt. I mean, these guys are going to have touches. So, even if Chubb finishes with 800 rushing yards, he's going to have, at what, 400, 500 receiving? Over Probably the course not. of a whole season? Probably not.
3: I don't know what he finished with last year off the top of my head. Kendall, 500 seems a lot.
0: Two, Especially
3: with. Odell, Landry, and apparently Njoku. And Joku's a good tight end. He drops a lot of passes. He He's
2: a good tight end if he's used properly. What did he finish with? I only had 150 last year. All right, so 500 is a little high. So even still, even if he finishes with 300, because, again, he only started half the year last year. So... I mean, to to think he can end with 300 rushing yards or receiving yards isn't far fetched. I mean, Nick Nick Chubb is a good running back. It's they they traded pieces away last year because of Chubb. I mean, Carlos Hyde wasn't doing much, but I mean, they paid him a lot of money to come to Cleveland and then traded him away. It's Chubb is is talented. I mean, he I still think he's is he worth be picking good. in the first round. Uh, tail end first round, yeah. I think so.
3: No. Not even close. You still got all those receivers standing there. But uh, receivers in fantasy, the the league's so pass-heavy, I mean... But it's not, though. Because after the fifth round, you're kind of, like, searching for the right guy.
2: But it's easier to find a receiver than it is to find a running back.
3: But is it? Yes, it is. Because if... Tony Pollard comes out, then I just got to steal with the last pick in the draft. if Zeke, Oh, he doesn't play. You're talking about a guy that's holding out for a contract. Okay. If
2: Zeke comes back tomorrow, Pollard is
3: useless. You're right. But is he worth the gamble? In the last round? Yeah. Okay. So? So picking it up with a guy like J.H.I., is he worth the gamble?
2: Kyle, you're talking about Nick Chubb being drafted in the first yeah, round. You're talking I'm about getting
3: gambles at the gambles in the last I'm round. I'm getting to it. Just hear me out. Because you're saying that it's easier to find receivers than running backs. It is.
1: 100%. I
2: it's 100% easier to find a wide receiver than it is to find a, a running back that's going to be reliable in fantasy.
1: Taking the chance on, like, dra- like drafting Nelson Aguilar or, like, Deshaun Jackson is like versus, like, Jeffrey and Ertz, there's a lot less of a gamble and a more likely payoff than, like, the, the, the gamble of drafting Jay Ajay over – a running back that's guaranteed all the touches yeah. for at least w- eight weeks.
3: But if he's only, what if he's not guaranteed eight weeks? What if they brought Kareem Hunt to take over?
1: They didn't bring Kareem eight Hunt weeks, to take though, over, but he, but he's guaranteed all the touches for eight weeks. It doesn't matter if Kareem Hunt takes over on week nine. It doesn't matter if they cut Nick Chubb on week nine. He's still guaranteed all the touches in in a and in a Duke pass, Johnson's gone and in a pass happy offense where there's a lot of down-the-field threats, so there's going to be a
3: lot of check-down options. All right, but I just don't see him being picked in the top ten, being worth your wild. Maybe late second round. I mean, this this season, I would take Chubb over
2: Gurley because Gurley's going to be limited. Not. He is. Read the reports,
3: my friend. It's already come out. They've already said it. He's going to be He's, limited this year. The guy's getting 8 to 12 reps, the backup. That means Gurley will be in for the rest of the game. It's still the preseason. They said Gurley had not had any problems. I mean, how did he go from
2: arthritic knees to where he couldn't play at the end of last season to now he has no problems?
3: Because he's had a year off.
1: He didn't have a year off. He didn't have a year he had off. an extended
3: season. <laughs> he played more football than... Yeah. But he didn't actually play in those games. He because still- he was
2: hurt with arthritic knees. Okay,
3: but they if you read the report, they said he had no problems going on with right now. I mean, again, this this season. He has no, he has no problem
1: with it right now because he's not getting tackled. Yeah. He's not putting pressure on his knees. I mean, if I blow if I blow out my back, when I got drunk and sprinted up Kendall's road and blew out my hammy, I had zero problems at all. I was a hundred percent when I was walking down the to the end of the driveway to get the mailbox. But then when there was a creepy sound in the woods and I had to run back, there was a lot of problems. <laughs> like there's a big but there's a big difference between Like he's yeah he's got no problems he's moving around fine he's training getting the football handed to you and taking a cut on the turf and then running a ten yard out like out out simulated outside the tackle run is a lot different than getting the ball and then immediately having contact three yards in and someone trying to take their two hundred and sixty pound frame plus the force of all their muscle mass to drag you to the ground and the only thing keeping you upright is your knees.
3: He's played in preseason games, so they said he looks good. He's
1: played in preseason. I mean, he played a drive per game.
3: Okay, then we can say that about anybody.
2: No,
1: because he's got issues.
3: So you're telling me you'd rather take Nick Chubb over Todd Gurley?
1: I'm saying this year because – I would take Nick Chubb over Todd Gurley this year. And it's
2: only because I I think Gurley's going to be limited this year. I don't think he's going to give the production he gave last year. I think they're going to limit his carries more to – probably maybe try and save him more for the – because he was gassed by the postseason.
1: Plus, the other thing, too, is is Todd Gurley can look good all he wants in the preseason. And I understand the reports. Like, it's very important to say those things. They're going to say the positive things, not the negative things. But he went from having the summer off to not playing – he probably didn't play – I don't know what he played, but he probably didn't really play week one preseason. Week two, he maybe took a drive. Week three, he probably took three or four drives. That's a lot different than having 30 – 30 runs a game for seven straight weeks. Anybody can look good coming back from injury if they're only running the ball three times in one drive.
3: Okay, so let's go down the list. On this thing, he's ranked 11.
0: Okay. For running backs?
3: Who? who? Nick Chubb. Okay. For for running backs. Okay. All right. We'll start with one. Obviously, the first three. I'm not going to go through that. We're going to take the first three over him. Yeah. Right? So you're saying what? Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara? Yeah. Okay. All right. What the have before Kamara? Oh, Elliot. Would you take a chance on Elliot over him?
2: Would I take the chance? No, because I don't know what Elliot's gonna do.
1: I probably I would, but that's only because I've, I, there's, I think there's more Elliot's more
2: likely to play. I I think he's more likely to play, but even still, I mean, when you're drafting in that first round, that that's not the time to gamble. I mean, we saw it last year. Who gambled on Lev Bell last year? Kendall. Yeah. How how did it pay out? Pretty well. You, I the lost the first round is not for gambling. That's where you have to pick your stud, the
3: guy that you are going to rely on week in
2: but and week here's out. Here's the
3: thing: if you don't gamble, and they do come back, you look you stupid.
2: S- no, you don't, because you still have an elite running back that you were able to draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that, what do you mean? You look stupid. So, like, if I if I decided if you took Nick Chubb
3: at five over Ezekiel Elliott but I wouldn't take Nick Chubb at 5. That's a, that's a dumb comparison. I said first round. So right, but What's the highest you would take Nick Chubb? Let's see.
1: Hold on, you guys can banter, I got I got <laughs> I'm just thinking names in my head. I, I don't want you
3: guys just So, I'll keep going with the list. Well, here,
1: I would take so I would take Kamara, um McCaffrey and Barkley. Yeah, over him. I would take Hopkins over him, I would take. I would take the chance on Elliot over him because I think Elliot's more likely to play.
0: So the interesting, I'm going to go off of what happened to me last night. I was the eighth pick. All the running backs that should take and people I wanted were gone. So I had the option of either taking what I thought was one of the, the better receivers available or picking running back. I didn't pick the running back and I just picked the receivers and back to back rounds. Well, you took
3: Hoyo Jones.
0: I took. What I'm saying is that I wanted. No, I'm just to, thinking. I'm just right. Thinking. I, I took Jones, and I, I think I took Keenan Allen. I think. I think so. But, but I really wanted the running back, but I didn't value the people that were available enough to to pass up on the receivers. I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: But like going back to your argument though about the Elliot thing, like if I passed up on if, if Elliot was available to me at the fifth pick and I and I picked Chubb over Elliot and Elliot played week one yeah that would bite me in the ass but I wouldn't do that like for me that would be like oh I didn't pick Elliot because I wasn't sure so I picked yeah. David Johnson but like the argument like the more you're comfortable is like Nick Chubb versus Melvin Gordon there's zero certainty of Melvin Gordon yeah at all like, they're not say, even close I would
3: take Nick Chubb over Melvin Gordon I would do that in a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. I would take Nick Chubb over Joe Mixon.
2: You know, that was going to be my next question.
1: <laughs> I would take Nick Chubb over Joe Mixon. If Nick Chubb was still there in the second round last last night when we drafted, I would have taken him.
2: Yeah, I was going to take Joe Mixon. Paul, you took my pick like five times last night. I'm sorry. No, it it's the it's the, the, the nature, nature of the nature beast, of the beast oh, hey. There was a lot of times I'm like, oh I got this guy queued up and I watch Paul. I'm like, ah, that's so good. Okay, this bitch. has
3: Joe Mixon ahead of Nick Chow. This list. Okay. That's fine. David Johnson, would you take Nick Chow over David Johnson? No. Hmm. Don't go off just last year. Well, I mean, what,
2: what do you base it off of then?
3: Because you know how good he is. You know, what I, he can I know do.
2: David Johnson is good, but I mean, he was hurt. Then he was below average
3: last year. Wasn't below average. He just didn't have an offensive line. But but, but again, when, but when he got the quarterback in there, he got a lot of catches.
2: But what I'm saying is, is again, the first round is not for the gamble. He's not so, a gamble. But again, he was hurt. And then he was kind of whatever last year. So, then, is David Johnson good? Yes, David Johnson is a very talented back. Came out strong. I'm not band. denying that. But I would. I think I would take Chubb over him because I think Chubb is in a better offense than the Cardinals. And I think he'll have more opportunity.
3: He, he might be in a better offense, but David Johnson's in a better spot.
2: How? Murray's going to check
3: down. So I, I...
2: But again, I mean, we, we just talked about he's, it. He's I mean, a
3: premier passing catching running back
2: you know I'm I'm not saying he's not but again I think Nick Chubb is going to have all the opportunity in the world this year being on an offense like we just talked about having Landry and Odell to stretch the field and and Baker's has that checkdown and Chubb I think is a better between the tackles runner than David Johnson I I mean that's my opinion but so uh, if I had to decide between those two right now i, I think i would take chubb over if you're going
1: off the statistics and the rankings nick chubb no is not a top 10 player to be drafted but there's there's more that goes into fantasy than just the rankings people go off gut feelings all the time Kyle, how many times have you passed up on somebody because you didn't think that he was going to be that good a lot all the time what round did i get dd westbrook in last night the Wait. 14th round wasn't i'm pretty sure he was like the 20th projected receiver yeah, I mean, it happens all the time. Everyone has gut feelings. Yeah. Certain players, like, like certain people don't draft certain teams, things like that, of all that, like that type yep. of... It, it, but there's things that go
3: into it, more into it. Because I would Do take I, a Brown. Hmm? I would take a Brown. What? Like, I know I would never take a Rape, except a defensive. <laughs> <defense>. <laughs> but <I understand>, what <laughs> I'm saying, That's though, nice is like... Way to walk that back. But, like, <laughs> it, it all goes off... It's all based
1: off of opinions. Everyone's opinion is different. I mean, that, the,
2: thats what it comes down yeah, to. Opinions fantasy, are like that, assholes. Everybody has one. I mean, it, it's just th- this was a year that honestly, I—I I really wanted Nick Chubb this year, like really bad. But I mean, I'm not going to take him over McCaffrey. Oh, right. <laughs> no, that's what I mean. Like at two, like it just—it wasn't in the. But if I was in that, if we were in that nine, seven spot, to ten range, I would have jumped at the the bit to to grab Nick Chubb, and I would have been happy about him at
3: five. uh I don't know. I'm I, thought, to, I, mean, I was close to taking a running back of five, but I didn't.
2: I'm trying to remember. You took Hopkins. Yeah. I I point, probably I probably would because at again, that point Hob- the running Hopkins backs like,
1: taken were McCaffrey or it was Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, and Bell.
2: Bell went four. Eric picked Eric Bell. Took, I thought okay. And Elliott went six.
1: Elliott went six. Jones went seven.
2: Yeah.
1: No, um, Jones went eight. Chubb
2: I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. I don't know if I would have taken him at five, but there would have been thought. There, there now, would have been This thought. is going to
1: arise. This is going to cause feather ruffles, and I know it. But the, the only running back worth discussion that was drafted, the only two running backs that Nick Chubb was drafted over that creates discussion are David Johnson and James Conner. That was That was who it is. But I think that Chubb falls into that pot- category of those two guys in terms of potential for this coming year.
2: I, I would I put I think Mixon
1: David in Johnson is a better back than both of them, light years better yeah. than both of them. I think David Johnson is going to have, could have a. If David Johnson was given the same exact setting as Le'Veon Bell, I think he could have a better year than Le'Veon Bell. But there are question marks. Yeah. And David Johnson does have health issues. There are, you know, there's just, there's always those question marks. And so I think that those three fit into the same thing. So I don't think it's you know, like it's not far fetched. And it also depends on how things go, too. I mean, you have to think about too. What if you're in a league where there's there's leagues, there's people with the mentality, it's all where people pick too. Like, look at your dad, for example. Your dad hates waiting on running backs. If your dad was drafting sixth or seventh, say he was drafting seventh, and the you know nobody took a receiver say Hopkins was available now this is your dad not you giving insight to your dad but if Hopkins was available but like Bell went Elliot went and we'll say Gurley went and he's sitting at 7 he would like he would be looking at like David Johnson or James Conner which would then open it up for the next guy to be like well there's not a lot left shit like the next guy is going to take one of them so I should probably take yeah. one the one I want and and then by that End of it, right right there. By the time you get to your dad's next pick, Nick Chubb's probably gone. And yeah, yeah, was it not first round? No, but eleventh or twelfth, close enough.
3: Yeah, I doubt it took Connor. (laughs) I'm just saying, he took Connor at four yesterday. So you're gonna sit here and argue with this? (laughs) No, he only took Connor because he didn't want Bell and he didn't trust Elliott. You took Bell in the other league. He did, yeah, we did, but I convinced him. And we're about to trade Val. for Barkley.
0: Who's gonna do that trade? My brother. All right.
3: Straight up, no. We're giving him Julian Edelman, and who's who are you getting back? Uh some scrub. But who? I'm vetoing the
1: shit out of that trade. That's yeah. not fair at all.
3: So Larry wanted. Larry offered it.
0: It's <laughs> fine. I'm still vetoing it. <laughs> Oh um, man! You guys want to keep rolling? You want to take a break? We can keep going. I mean, I have a, a, a question. I just don't know if you guys want to. Yeah, read. we'll just keep rolling. Through. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was curious. I was just We'll go to eleven forty-five, and then we'll call it.
2: You know what the highlight of last night's draft was? <laughs> What's that? I didn't get Kyle Rudolph. That was the best thing <laughs> of the I entire can't. draft.
1: Yeah, you know what the best part is? I can't wait for Kirk Cousins to throw to him a lot. Yeah, yeah but uh, like, not do anything else. <laughs> like, because, like, think about it. He'll pick
2: him up too. Oh, I, I plan to pick up Kyle Rudolph. Because,
1: <laughs> like, think about it though. Like week, like week one, like Kirk Cousins goes out and throws like,
2: listen, listen, four picks. Week one, Rudolph's getting two touchdowns, and then he's going to be on my roster. 100%. I'm saying like,
1: but Cousins is going to throw like four picks, two touchdowns, and like 287 yards, and like, and Rudolph's going to have 187 and two <laughs> touchdowns. Oh yeah. yeah,
2: he's dropping a 50
1: burger.
3: <laughs> hey Paul. This is the uh, one out, bases loaded opportunity that you're talking about. Oh, nice! All right, it's five to five. <laughs> oh, you guys tied it up. Well, no, we took the lead, and then Josh and then Bell hit a tie a game time home run. Ugh. At least it was Josh Bell who was batting ninth.
0: Kendall, your question? Yeah. So, of these three quarterbacks here, uh, I have Mr. a thing about that. Not to,
1: sorry, not to get off the subject. This sure. one for baseball. When someone's batting ninth, I don't think it's like a, a bad thing to bat someone it's ninth. It's not. Other than other than having to wait full the, through the full rotation for them to get it, they're essentially just kind of like your pre leadoff guy, second leadoff.
3: Well, no, he he pinched it and just stayed in the game. That that's usually what it is. You're you're ninth. Right, but, batter. Like, but think about it though. Like in today, we've had this
1: discussion a lot. Like some like a lot of teams bat their power hitter two now. Yeah. So like imagine like like if you can do like like so I'm just gonna go based off the White Sox because I know the, the rotation. But like. So let's say you were gonna put like Mankata at two, and you're gonna bat Tim leadoff. If you drop Elhoy to nine, now you're putting Elhoy and Tim, two guys that get on base, ahead for Mankata, who's a home run hitter, and then Abreu at three, who drives yeah. and runs. Like that that shift yep. started a few years ago. Yeah, now it's like five, six, and seven at the bottom of the order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like like if you're batting
2: eighth, you suck.
0: <laughs> You're the worst for <laughs> the pitcher. Yeah, right.
2: All right, Kendall, your question.
0: Of these three quarterbacks here, Mr. Biskey Josh Allen, Jimmy Grappolo, who's gonna have like the breakout? Who's gonna be the biggest bust in fantasy? Fantasy, okay. yeah. Damn it, Reese Hoskins. Uh, in your guys' opinion, um, so I, I kind of equate these guys. They're not talent wise. They're they're all different. They're different, but they're kind of. In the Allen of the road will be pad.
1: the Allen will be the bust of the three. In really? my opinion, in terms of fantasy, yeah. I think Allen will be the bust of the – I mean, like – so when I say bust, I mean I think he'll be the worst of the three in fantasy. I think Garoppolo will be the best. I think Garoppolo has is a more natural arm, like throwing the football. He's got Kittle, you know. The team has made the receiving court. They have work. There's We know what we have in Garoppolo to a sense. There's still room to grow, but, like, we know we know what kind of, like, quarterback style we're going to get from him. There's still a lot of question marks on Trubisky's decision-making, um, but he is mobile, and he does get rushing yards, and he does spread the ball around to the open guys. Josh Allen just still doesn't have anyone to throw to
0: Zay Jones, baby. I,
2: I think between those three, I think Josh Allen rushes enough to, to be better than Garoppolo. Garoppolo I, I'm i not sold on him whatsoever. I mean, we, we've really seen nothing from the guy.
3: Who's the third one? Mitch. I got it, though.
2: So, you got f I mean, Garoppolo on the Patriots was supposed to start those four games. Got hurt. Signs a monster deal with San Fran. Played a few games. Got hurt. So, I mean, we we really haven't seen him. I mean, I'm personally not really sold on him. Um, Josh Allen, I think, passing-wise, might not do much. He's got a big arm, but it's still kind of developing. But I think he'll run enough to make up for it. He's got Cole Beasley now.
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot about him.
2: Trubisky, I think, is the guy that's going to kind of be in the middle. Um, And it's pretty much kind of for what Paul said. I mean, I think Trubisky has the potential to be a very good quarterback. His development seems kind of not slow, but sluggish. But, he, I mean, to me, I think he's getting better as the time goes on. Um.
1: So you think Josh Allen will have more fantasy points? Than I think Trubisky? Josh Allen
2: will finish with more fan, and it's it's gonna purely be on the rushing. I mean, I think he'll have like three or four hundred yard rushing game just because he he runs.
3: It's. Trubisky's gonna have the most points because he can throw the ball and he can rush the ball. He's gonna be—he's a dual throw quarterback. He has better weapons than both quarterbacks. I just think that. He's going to be able to actually... I think he's going to have a good year this year. I think he breaks out. Oh, man, Paul. That was pretty... That's got to be a bummer for you to hear. What? Because
2: Kyle thought Josh Freeman was going to break out <laughs> and Blake Bortles and Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> no. And <laughs> Landry Jones. Just going to be like, damn, Ryan Tannehill. I'm <laughs> like, oh. Come on, Kyle. See, he's going to be bad. Nah. Garoppolo, though?
3: If well, this is the case, let's go Baker
0: Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, for two years in a row now, I picked Garoppolo strictly off of name alone. Oh, Garoppolo, I'm sorry. it's uh, my accent. I'm from upstate. <laughs> uh, but I think you're right. in Upstate I, Wisconsin. Yeah. And I think in, in non-fantasy, too, uh, I think if he like doesn't do anything this year, it's like, all right, well, then forget you. <laughs> We're going to go just draft somebody or... Know, do something else because a lot of uh, a lot of stock was put into him. God, and... fucking damn it! Well, that's not very nice. Yeah.
2: The one time you talk into the microphone, yeah. that's me.
3: <laughs> well, they fucking did their usual. Let's not score the bases loaded,
0: one out thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys, want to talk some receivers? I gotta go to the bathroom, but I figured we talk. some You want to take a break? No, 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 we're rolling. I'm just gonna pose a question, or you guys want to just talk? And but we we did running backs, quarterbacks. So we talk receivers now. Um. Scroll back up a little bit. Uh, receivers are a premium as well. Let's see here. Oh, here's a guy that's kind of interesting. Um, Mr. Robbie Anderson, the wide receiver for the New York Jets. Presumably they're one, is that correct? Yeah.
2: I think he's the only receiver on the Jets.
0: <laughs> but
4: uh I if it's all a new uh
0: yeah, right.
2: Is Quincy still there? He's kinda good. Good for them, yeah. Like he, he's like a just an average receiver that has good games every once in a while.
3: He just, yeah, just you know, he has the targets. I don't, I don't know. I think he'd just be like a seven hundred yard receiver guy. He'd be a seven hundred yard receiver guy that has three hundred
1: yard games <laughs> and two touchdowns in those games.
2: Well, I mean, you finished with so. So, what do you think he'll be like? A wide receiver too. On most teams. Yeah, like that's the best he's gonna get.
3: But he's number one for them. No, I mean so like on on the average yeah, he's a, he's team, a wide he'll receiver be a wide receiver too. receiver too yeah or flex. If he's your number if, if, he's, if your, he's in your
2: flex, your receiving core is really good.
3: <laughs> if he's your wide receiver one, your receiving core is pretty bad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I agree with you, Kyle. See, we can agree on things.
1: If wait you're saying <laughs> you're saying so if <laughs> Anderson so if bad. you're saying if Roby Anderson's in your flex,
2: is it Robbie or Roby?
1: Robbie, I don't know
2: because he, I've heard if, both things if on he's TV. In your
3: flex, he, if number eighty-one true. is pretty, it's on their team. If he wears eighty-one. No, I said
2: if he's in your flex, I think your receiving core is probably pretty good. Oh, he Kyle said if he's your number one, your receiving core is
3: bad. Yeah. <laughs> if he's your two, then it's whatever. And then you're everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he's okay.
2: So so Kyle, would you rather have Robbie Anderson or DJ Moore? DJ Moore. Yeah, me too.
1: All right, here's one, though. Would you rather have Robbie Anderson or Alshon Jeffrey? Alshon Alshon Jeffrey.
2: I wanted him so bad last night you took him from me. I
1: just feel like he's, like, one of those guys that everyone, like, always wants to take. But, like, I just don't know about that Eagles offense. Like, there's just so many weapons that, like –
3: Well, this is what's going to happen. Zach Ertz is going to march down the field, and they're going to throw a lob pass and complete it. And then you're going to hit him with a slant.
1: Okay. Um, No, my thing is, it's just – like they f- he feeds Ertz a lot, but like other than that, like it's like like none of the receivers have like one receiver that's gonna have like a like oh Jeffrey has a big day today and then Aguilar's next week, and then Deshaun
2: Jackson's like they all just kinda have mediocre days. <laughs> it's I just, mean it's really whoever gets the touchdowns. Again, I think Jeffrey's gonna be that wide receiver too, where he's gonna get anywhere between what, seven to nine targets a game. Mostly, I mean, because, again, Ertz eats up a lot of targets.
1: and I mean, He might be my wide receiver one. I, I don't remember. I don't think I drafted <laughs> a, a receiver before him.
2: But I have Ertz, too, though. But that's what I mean. Like, Ertz eats up a big time of the target share.
1: I thought about getting, I thought about drafting Jackson and Aguilar and just starting
2: the <laughs> Eagles offense. No, we took Vito out of the league. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, um. No, that's with running backs. I guess, starting like, a whole offense is Kendall's move.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's true. But again, like if, if Jeffrey gets that, we'll say seven to ten targets. I mean, ten is might be kind of high, but um, he's always the touchdown threat, though. He'll always be the touchdown threat, and and he usually will end up with yard. I mean, he's not a ball
0: dropper.
2: I feel, dropper. Like, I feel I mean,
1: like ever since he moved from Chicago to Philly, he is kind of assumed the more Des Bryant role receiver.
2: He's he's a big the, body the guy. Ca-
1: catch the like the easy route, like you know, yeah. like separate because of your your strength. And your size versus your route running capabilities and then be the the big guy down in the end zone.
2: But I uh, you know, I think he's a guy that'll get you, say, five receptions for fifty yards. Again, I mean, that's not totally far and he's always a touchdown threat. So even if he's your two or in your flex, I mean that's ten points with a potential at sixteen. Yeah. To me that that that's a good flex player. You know, even your wide receiver too, I mean. And he still, I mean, is a talented receiver that can go off for 110 yards.
1: There's things I always wonder, like, why, how come Josh Gordon gets the nod to be up so high?
2: Because talent-wise, he should be if he just stops smoking pot for a season. Hey. Talent-wise, he's in, he's a very talented he's receiver. He's only good because he smokes all that pot. I know, just <laughs> let him do it. <laughs> I mean, really?
1: Like he—he he is a. The NFL grants one medicinal marijuana card <laughs> a year. I mean, really, Josh like, Gordon, irate that he wasn't selected. He,
2: he is an incredible. Think of the seasons he had on the Browns teams that were fucking
3: terrible. No, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I think of the seasons he could have had in that team. That's
2: season. right. I mean, if he if he could just stay on the field and not get suspended for once. Especially in that the you know now the Patriots offense, I mean he he can be an explosive receiver, and he just can't stay on the field. It's that's just it. But I I do agree he shouldn't be ranked as high as he is.
1: You think he should be? I don't. Right, like for somebody that's like like it's not we're not talking about like the Elliott and Gordon thing. We're like we're it's, this is their first time, hopefully and only time holding out, and you're not sure when oh, they're going to Gordon's
2: going to get suspended. <laughs>
1: No, but I'm saying, but like, put like Melvin Gordon and, and Elliot, right? Like, they're gonna play. You just don't know when and this and that. And Did blah, you see blah, the blah.
3: Popeyes thing that with Melvin Gordon? No, no. So he went to the Popeyes. <laughs> okay, this is very funny. He went into Popeyes to try that new chicken sandwich, and they sold out. And I'm pretty sure he told like the manager, like, "I'm Melvin Gordon. <laughs> You're supposed to have this.
0: Yeah, get me one now." <laughs> You're supposed God, that was to. a
3: beautiful rendition of that commercial. <laughs> I hope you like suck my ass later. <laughs> All right, moving on.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so here's a guy. Oh God, I just uh, Chris Collinsworth. I just it. Collinsworth. said, man, um, a guy who randomly always has like a monster game, and he never high high pick um, because he's, he's always underneath Hopkins. But uh, Will Fuller, the fifth.
3: He's okay. exactly what you just said. He, he's he's going to get those it's big games, and that's it.
0: Is it the fourth? Or is it nope. the fifth? Oh. Lord. I thought Willie Sneed was the fourth.
2: Will Fuller. Oh, maybe
0: it is the fifth, then.
2: Will Fuller, to me, is a guy that's very important
3: to DeAndre Hopkins.
0: But do you think he's ever going to have that breakout year?
3: No, he's, he's exactly what he is. He's going to get you those, like, two touchdowns for, like, three catches and 114 yards. But, uh, see, like, yes.
2: Yes. I, I agree. I don't think Will Fuller is That's super two. dynamic. Oh, what you make out already <laughs> on his own? I mean, don't get me wrong; he's a super talented receiver. But I think that his skill set makes DeAndre Hopkins better. Which sounds crazy, but I mean, Fuller really can. He, he's a deep threat. I mean, he can stretch the field, and it just opens things up for Hopkins. And you
0: have to worry about him,
2: yeah, because. <laughs> if you don't i mean he is a talented receiver
0: i mean i could think of a ton of multi touchdown games he's had and things i don't know who ever really has owned him in he, fantasy
2: he's like ted ginn Everybody but does. can catch
0: he's picked every year
2: yeah he he's ted ginn who can catch
3: <laughs> oh, hold on he had a couple good years
2: but i mean like he he's a he's fast he he can get down but he's a good route runner and he can catch he he can make the big play
3: mock 30 bucks if he gets for college I couldn't first care. First Couldn't care any less. Around the room, everyone gets 30 bucks. No, no Louisiana cheating.
2: State Tech.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> no cheating. First guess, 30 bucks if you get it. It's, it's, oh, yeah, it's Temple, I it. obviously. Wrong. Paul, what? I, I hate this game. Just just first guess. I don't want to do it. Just, I'm sorry. I believe
2: I was right. Guess, Give me my $30.
0: Guess Temple. I don't want to do it. All right.
3: <laughs> guess Temple. You're not going to look it up right now. I know It's Notre Dame. <laughs> no, it's
0: not. All right, but so I guess we're, we're sort of in agreement about Will Fuller. Um, so you,
3: you. He's a great flex opportunity. If he's your second receiver, like we said about Robbie or Roby Anderson, your receivers suck. Yeah, I,
0: actually, I don't. Is that his first name, Roby or Robbie? It's Robbie <laughs> or We
3: talked about it when you were in the bathroom. <laughs> either or. Like, Robbie Anderson, if he's your second receiver or your flex, you're okay. If he's your first, your running back better be fucking phenomenal.
0: All right, here's a guy who... How about this?
3: Sleeper, A.J. Green. He's not a sleeper. He's
2: hurt. He's going to come back and be he, good.
3: He he's his is a sleeper because how do you know that four weeks isn't going to fuck him up?
2: Because he's a talented receiver. He's going to come back, and he's going to be good. Bust.
3: Oh, okay. We'll do that
2: now. <laughs> uh, bust, Tyler Boyd. I I disagree. And I, and I disagree because Tyler Boyd was good... Last year with A.J. Green on the field, and as long as A.J. Green misses time, I think Boyd's going to be an explosive receiver.
3: I don't think people are going to figure him out. That's the only reason. I think people are going to figure him out and just, you know, they could double team him because who the fuck else did they have? But, I mean, they
2: were able to do that last year, and he still put up big games when Green wasn't on the field.
3: Because, like, I don't think John Ross is healthy again. Well, that guy's just fast. He's not very good. <laughs>
0: Well, real quick, I I was gonna sort of include him in the conversation of the these three guys. Who do you think has like the most upside versus, uh, you know, what I'm trying to say Tyler Lockett, Calvin Lee, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Lockett's gonna have the most points. He's have those points. He's the number one receiver. Well, right now, but do you think because much credit to Doug Baldwin, you know, his, his entire career. How how much do you think you know him playing no longer affects. Tyler Lockett. Or or are you think not at all. Or are you think he still puts out the same numbers you so know, being being the So we said Lockett. Lockett? What were the three? Uh Ridley Boyd.
2: Personally, I think Tyler Lockett takes a step back this year. I, I don't think that he is good enough to be a number one. Uh, I know he had a good season last year with Baldwin on you know, limited here's the only time. thing about
3: Tyler Lockett. I think he can play each I think he can play the slot a lot still. But you, your number one can't be a slot guy. He's not the number one on the paper. It could be David Moore, who sucks, but you know.
2: I I think Calvin Ridley has the.
3: God, I fucking hope so. The
2: most, the most, um, I
1: likely hope, I chance. Hope his, I hope his
3: brother does way better. <laughs> Steve Ridley. Oh, and, uh, rookie for the Bears. Uh, just forget his name.
0: But
2: um Chantel Williams (laughs) Ridley. I mean Calvin Ridley plays, I think, in the most complete offense of those three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean you're in Atlanta, I mean you have Matt Ryan who who's a good quarterback. He's the number two behind Julio Jones and and they have a good run game. Like their their offense can move the ball and will score points. And I mean Ridley's shown he can step up and make big plays, have the big game. Um, and I think he's just going to keep getting better. So, to me, of those three, it'll be Calvin Ridley to score the most. Tyler Boyd, I think, will have a good year. But he may start to taper off when Green comes back or when that team Calvin just Green. falls apart because they're bad. What?
1: Just he's talking that, to the mic. Right.
3: you if you have Calvin Ridley.
1: Oh, like an early? Yeah. I don't, I don't know.
3: You do?
0: Okay. I was just curious. So I sure.
1: remember 17 fucking picks. Yeah, I was trying to make moves today, but my team's
0: empty.
3: <laughs> We're doing it tomorrow.
2: I usually have six waiver moves in before
1: week one, so
3: <laughs> really not this put year. Me back. You have a lot of bench spots, so if you have a lot of
2: waiver moves, you suck. Nope, well, it happens when you forget the guy's name you meant to draft and draft the other guy. What's your fault? <laughs> I was so mad. <laughs> said, as soon as I put the sticker, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> uh, I picked your shot, Penny. I did that a few years he ago. He can be okay. Yeah, I know it's not a bad pick, but it's just not what I wanted <laughs> to do.
3: He's a weird guy. I have met him once. He at carpets. What?
0: Same dude. That was all bad. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us, uh, Kendall? Let's talk some Evan Ingram. Action. We'll move on from receivers. Get some some tight end stuff going there. Uh, well, Paul has a very hard, heavy thing about him. So go ahead. Another weird thing you just said. Yeah
3: he's got a real hard <laughs> dick for <him. laughs> no opposite actually
0: I just
1: I, I don't see why everyone like I, I've looked at a lot of like mock drafts and done done drafts mock machine washable drafts obviously um but like like I, I'm not disputing his talent and I'm not disputing his upside but I've seen a lot of people and a lot of mock drafts online you know like DraftKings things like that but people, like, reaching for him, like, when, like, so, like, people see Kelsey go off in, like, the second round.
3: Everyone fucking panics.
1: Right, but then but, but then it goes, like, and then it's Ertz and Kittle. So, like, like, normally I don't go tight end that high, but, like, I was just, I wasn't happy with who was available, so I was like, you know what, I'll just go with Ertz. Let's get the tight end thing done and over with and out of the way. Then Kittle went next. And then Evan Ingram went. And I, I just don't understand why on earth people are drafting him so high, not as a tight end spot, but in an overall draft. The potential is there. The talent is by far there. He's got size. He's got speed. He could be a red zone threat. He, he's got all those things that you want a tight end. What Jim you had in Jim Graham in
2: <laughs> New uh, Orleans? James Graham. No, no. Jim Speaking Graham. of James, but Jim Graham, Blake, guys
1: overrated.
3: Yeah, but well, he, what? Didn't is, but you. he
1: <laughs> has not actually done anything. He hasn't done anything. He might have had a good, a few productive games, but he hasn't strung together productive games. He Screwed hasn't stayed healthy, year. and then even last year he was a healthy scratch from some games, or maybe not a scratch, but he didn't play. Whatever the situation was, like I remember watching, like they think it was in the Bears game, like there was inc- like Evan Ingram didn't take a snap the whole game. He was suited up and ready to go. They're just like, nah,
2: welcome, we don't need him. Um, I, I. I understand your argument. I think Ingram gets picked higher, uh, similar to other tight ends, because people panic. I mean, you see it a lot of times, too, when, like, the first defense goes. Everyone's like, oh, got to get my D. Like, um, but it, it happens most with tight ends because it, there's such a big fall off. I mean, Kittle, Kittle blew up last year. But, I mean, typically it was Gronk, Kelsey, Ertz. After then, who knows? I mean, it, it's... It was kind of a crapshoot. Um, Ingram, to me, this year, I think, is ranked higher because of his talent, and I think he'll get more of the opportunity. Especially, I mean, if you're a wide receiver for the Giants, you're probably hurt right now, or you're suspended for four games. I mean, it, it, I think he's got the opportunity, and he's he's a tight end, but he's built like a, rece- like he's a wide receiver. Um, so I think we're going to see him get a lot more targets, Especially, Odell's gone. So I mean that that huge target share
3: now has to be divided up. And I mean, that kind of happened last year, though.
2: Game games that Odell wasn't on the field, Ingram had good games.
3: But be- like in the beginning of the year, Odell didn't play, right? But he didn't string together good games. Was it the beginning of the year he didn't play? I think he missed like the first like three three weeks. Um, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, well, like, I'm not he,
2: saying you're wrong, but I don't think so. I don't, so. I don't have, remember. I think he
3: missed the game in like the first three weeks. I don't remember. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong. But fuck it. I'm going with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stand by it. <laughs>
1: Good man. The argument that because player X isn't there anymore, so the ball has to go somewhere, is n- will never be enough for me to draft somebody.
2: No, what I mean... Never
1: I mean, be enough to, to, for me to draft somebody that hasn't proven it.
2: But, but think about it. I mean, even if you look at a team like the Steelers, Brown was, what, 25 to 30% of their passing offense?
3: Yeah, that 30% of
2: year. that offense has to go somewhere.
3: Yeah, it's going to change this year. Well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Kyle, if he's 30% of your offense this year, but, I mean, that that production has to go somewhere, or at least the targets have to I was go somewhere.
3: T- I was talking to Paul before, like, after the draft day, so we're on the way home, and I'm like, so, like, the first tight end went, and everybody just panicked, and I just started picking them. I'm like, it happens all the time. I'm like, the first four tight ends went. I'm like, I'm not picking one until later on. That just means somebody's falling to me. That's why I always end up with Kyle Rudolph. Somebody, <laughs> That just means somebody's going to fall to me, or whatever. I'm going to let it ride. And Lindsey ended up falling until I picked him. Marlon Mack fell, I picked him. And Aaron Jones, I picked. All in a row. A lot of running backs, but those are like guys that I could use. Right. So, I'm looking at his game log. From last year. Okay.
1: So the first three games of the season, he had, he was two for 18. Then he had a great week too. Seven for 67 and a touchdown. Then one for 19. Then didn't play in three games. Then came back two for 16. Then went five for 25 with a touchdown. Then didn't. Then had the bye week. Then went four for 46. Then had, then had 66 yards on two receptions. One big reception. I remember that game. Then he didn't play for two more games, and then he finished out the season great: three for seventy-seven, eight for seventy-five, six for eighty-seven, and five for eighty-one, and a touchdown. But there's not, there's. I mean, the last four games were good, but there's no string of consistency.
3: Like I picked Ebron this year,
1: and there's healthy scratches in those games not played.
3: That's what I'm talking about. It
1: healthy
2: scratch while well, he was still nursing his knee injuries, though. But you got to, like I said, if you're, if you can't play don't suit up end of story
1: if you're a team you have 53 guys on a team where you are half you have to have at least 24 different starters at least 24 between your kicker your punter and 11 on each side of the ball now you have to have a backup for at least every position except the kicker punter and quarterback so now that leaves you with 19 22 and 19 souls it's 41
3: yeah
1: okay then the rest of those guys fill in on the special team side of the ball. That's where that comes in. There's if there's I refuse to believe that somebody suited up, but they were just like, nah, we'll just have you suit up for an emergency. If his injury was bad enough to the point where they couldn't play him, why would they <clears throat> play him in an emergency situation? Doesn't right. make any sense.
2: But again, I mean, you're saying he, he hasn't strung together. You just read off the last four games when Odell wasn't on the field. He had over seventy yards in. Was it the last four, str- four game? I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the last four.
0: Odell missed. So it was something wrong. It was like that beginning end, you know. <laughs> but, well, so I mean, we we mentioned, you know, th- there was some games that he he put together himself. But actually, I, I I drafted him last year with hopes that I thought that this was gonna be the year. That the past year was gonna be the breakout year. And injuries did happen, but. He, he wasn't, as far as fantasy goes, he wasn't a top tight end.
1: So let me ask you a question then. So where would you let's, – let's go off his consistency basis for the four rounds. Where would you – where what's the highest you would go up for Evan Ingram? What round? Uh,
0: I, I,
3: Fifth? I, sixth? Ah. Uh, no. i say seven, eight.
2: I'd probably be in the six or seven range.
1: Yeah, Because without the touchdowns, he's not putting up the points that you're getting from the top-tier tight ends that he's ranked in. Because he's ranked in the Ertz-Kittle range. That's where they
2: have him ranked. But again, I, uh, for this season? Is that what you – that's – Yeah. But again, that's what I'm saying. Like, But, you, but the argument was that
1: – so when Odell was off the field for those lo- last four games,
2: donuts for
1: touchdowns. He's the biggest guy on the field. He should be catching touchdowns. Who's the red zone threat again, when Beckham's not there? But again,
2: in and, and fantasy for tight ends, I mean, if you're getting 8, 6, and 5 receptions for 75, 87, it, he doesn't need the touchdown for, to have a good fantasy week. If you're getting 12 to 15 points out of your tight end, that's more than most. To watch
1: him get drafted where he's getting drafted, I want— I, Yes, if I'm going to draft him in the sixth round, he better get a touchdown. I don't give a shit if he's getting five receptions for 80 yards. I want the touchdown. I mean, if you drafted a receiver in the fifth round, would you be content with five for 80
2: every week? Nothing else? Um, Yeah, because that's your wide receiver two. If your wide receiver two is going to give you pretty much 15 points every week, I'll take that every day. 13 points. Either, but I'll take that every with a potential for a touchdown. No, no, that no, no touchdowns, no touchdowns. But I'm, I mean, Ingram has a potential for a touchdown. just he, He's getting drafted
1: like he's people are drafting him like he's Kelsey, and and Ertz. And he's not. He can be sure, but you. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. It does not make any sense to me. I've seen people pass up Mike Evans for Ingram.
3: No,
2: I've seen yeah. people pass up. If that, then that's that's people that don't know what they're doing. But I've because that's Evan Ingram of, going in the second or third round.
1: But I've seen all kinds of people get passed up. All kinds of good receivers get passed up, and running backs.
2: But but that's the thing. It's because the the fall off after tight end is so steep.
1: It, it's. But there are there are other good tight ends. That like that doesn't make any sense. Why is why is Evan Ingram valued? Why is his potential in the, in the offense that he's in have any higher of a value than Jared Cook's? Jared Cook has put together a lot of good seasons, other than his tenure in the Rams. Tennessee. He was great in Tennessee. Was he? Jared Cook was great in Tennessee.
3: No, I thought they had Delaney Walker. What? What team did Delaney Walker play for before the Titans?
1: Jared Cook played for the Titans like a while ago. No, I'm
3: just asking. Oh, Dwayne Walker wasn't oh. he
1: always a Titan? think no. like he might have been. I think that's why Jared Cook ended up getting shipped out because they they didn't need the one two punch. But you're you're ta- but you're talking about a tight end that's a, a vertical threat tight end in the Saints offense. The last time they had one of those panned out pretty well. Jim
0: Graham, yeah, or James Graham.
3: I feel like yeah. he was a 49er.
0: Delaney Walker, there was a fellow who played for the, the Titans who was also a Patriot, and uh, I don't know if it was Delaney Walker, but I believe he was a tight end, uh, but yeah, that didn't really help anything, but look it up. <laughs> I would have said so, right there. So, uh, Sol's mentioned it for a hot second, uh, Eric Ebron had a pretty good year last year, uh, in fantasy and, uh, you know, just... I was right. It. had a great fantasy year. Uh, I was right. San Fran, San Fran. Yeah. for a long time. He really? was, a, he was. A, yeah, I remember him, you know. But whatever. Um, wow. So do we now? How the way things have kind of panned out, you know? No, no. Andrew Luck, obviously.
1: I think the touch. I think the red zone efficiency goes. I think his his touchdown pr- potential goes up, but I think his yardage goes down. I don't think that Brissett's going to move the ball down the field through him like Luck did, but mm-hmm. I but I think that. Being the big target that he is, especially if Brissett scrambles, that he could have a big potential in the Reds. I mean, I, I think I could, I could see him having fourteen.
2: I agree. It's I, t- I don't know enough about how Brissett plays because there's some quarterbacks that just don't look the way they're tight ends.
3: And, I, I only picked him because of how good he did from the last year.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and there's sure. no, there's no fault in that. It's just I don't know Brissett's game enough to know if he looks at a guy. I mean. Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't really throw to the tight end.
1: <laughs>
2: but I mean really like he's a guy, he's he's had good tight ends there. I mean, he's got Jimmy Graham. He doesn't really utilize him. It's just some guys don't don't look that way. Right. Also course.
3: hope he does okay. Who? James Graham. Oh. Jim Graham. Both outside on Graham, he's
0: We're not doing this James Graham thing, so stop. I like James It's Graham. Jim Graham. James no listen Jack I don't care if he's not good but at <laughs> the time Graham. where I picked him the
1: value is good you know Kyle loves to just like root for everybody in my division but I say one good thing about Baker Mayfield and he's ready to fucking throw mm-hmm. a goddamn conniption about it
3: what? no I... Oh,
1: I, I hope Jimmy Graham does well I, I, I love Matt Stafford carry on Johnson super underrated I love Never said that yes you did or sorry, Galladay. Sorry, Galladay is super yeah, underrated. Get your facts right. Oh, my my bad. Sorry, <laughs> Calvin Johnson's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Harrison hands. Smith's the best safety in the <laughs> NFL. I think that Dalvin Cook could be really good. No, I, I that. yes, you have. No, I have. It doesn't matter. I you would just never ever, think that But before. you have this tendency to just rip apart my division for all these great players that you just love so much. And I have one opinion about a Brown, and you're just like you're a fucking piece of shit.
0: Sure. But we anticipate. Whatever. Ebron, 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 wow, uh, being down, Ebron, Ebron, Ebron. LeBron, being, uh, being down fantasy point-wise, Do just I, of the quarterback I situation? think he'll be da-
2: I don't even think it's because of the quarterback, I mean, he finished with, what, 11 touchdowns? Yeah,
0: he finished with a
2: lot. So, I mean, uh, to, to match that production is, is not an easy thing, so Unless I mean... Unless
3: he goes back to Detroit.
2: Well, no, then he'll have three touchdowns. <laughs> but, uh, I mean... To match eleven touchdowns and he had I don't know what he had for yards, but I mean
3: (laughs) ten yards. Maybe he likes Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle rules. (laughs) But I mean, really,
2: like let's pull it up. He had seven hundred and fifty yards last year with thirteen touchdowns. To match that production is is, it's a it's a steep order, yeah, for sure. And I mean, so I would expect him to dip anyway, but. I don't. I don't think he'll fall off.
0: All right. We right. Uh, will talk one uh, final tight end before we move well, on.
2: So, so that I can kind of pose it. Would you rather have Eric Ebron or Evan Ingram? E E or E E. Hmm. Ebron. Souls. Ingram. Paul. Ebron. See, I, I would take Ingram. Not, not as a. Jo- I would take the opportunity. I think he'll have a better opportunity, but. All
0: right, well, then we will skip on the rest of the tight ends. Just kind of, uh... What do you mean? Do you something you want to talk about? seal Jones, Delaney Walker. You want to talk to Delaney Walker?
2: He's going to roll an ankle in week one and be out. I mean, come on. That's what he does every year. All right, well, Rock this... already said it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, according to this list, he's the 100 so 20 Here's player. what's going to happen. He's a good like late-round pick. He's
2: going to have 80 yards in week one, but he's going to get hurt. Catching a touchdown, and that's going to end the season. <laughs> Come on, man. That's what he does.
3: No, he's not. It's the first time I get hurt for like that.
2: He hurts his ankle every year.
3: His ankle this time. Actually, it might have been. I don't remember. I'm going to roll with it. What do you got for what us? About Big, what about Big Bad Vance? What do you think? Vance McDonald? I think he's going to suck. There's no fumble up.
2: Kyle, just like last week you told me he was gonna be really good.
3: Yeah, and now but he drops a lot of
0: passes. Yeah, I mean I I, I
2: that's stiff arm though.
0: <laughs> that's stiff arm now. He got the stiff arm down. I would draft him as a, a backup tight end all day. 100%. A lot
3: of people people are gonna start him because there's not a lot of good tight ends.
2: That's right. I think he'll be a serviceable tight end for fantasy. He'll get you seven points a week. Jordan Reid. Concussion already.
3: He he had such the potential.
2: Yeah, but that guy's gonna have CTE at thirty-one. Can
0: you just stop? The guy live his life.
2: (laughs) I mean, get him a bigger (laughs) helmet.
0: (laughs) He's not saying anything disparaging. Just he's he's hurt. He's hurt. We get it. All right. So got uh, another concussion too. So this position uh, is not a position at all. (laughs) It's a group of positions. The defense. Who's gonna be a, a breakout defense this year, fantasy football wise? Well, Seattle week one.
2: See, defense to me is is something I, I try and do in chunks and and try and play ahead and.
0: So you guys all? I try and go matchup. Do you guys all do matchup?
2: More more or less. I mean, if if it the matchup you get, yeah. If so you I'm, can
1: get like the Bears or Jacksonville or Dallas, then no.
2: So like this year, I just
1: I I ride it out. It, you know. Like, for example, so, like, if I had the Bears defense, the the weeks that they play, like, the Rams or, like, the Kansas City Chiefs, like, if they're playing to par, if they're playing to what they should be doing, then i just keep it because, yeah, they might get scored all over, but they're probably still going to get sacks. They'll probably still get some turnovers. They're still going to net you some points. Like, same thing with Jacksonville. Like, Jacksonville might get scored all over, but they're still going to get three or four sacks in a game. They're still probably going to get a turnover.
0: You know, same thing with, like, Dallas. But right. – well, I don't. I don't play week to week. I, I just don't. I don't you want should. to. I don't. I don't care to. I just want a, a team that can can. You
3: pick the Chargers' defense every
0: year. For the most part, I picked the Steelers before. I picked. Um, I picked Seattle when I won. So like this year, I
2: like I said, I normally go matchup. But like this year, I jumped up and I took the Bills. I think the Bills will have a good defense, and I'll kind of ride that till they don't. Um. But, again, I mean, if you see the good matchup and you can spare bench spot, I mean, there's no reason you can swap one out, you know, for whoever's playing the Dolphins, really.
3: Yep, that's what I did week one.
2: (laughs) Whoever's playing the Dolphins, play that
3: defense. Week two might be the same thing.
2: But, I mean, as far as that, like, I'll try and, like, plan ahead. Even when they play the Steelers, too. I'll try and plan ahead sometimes. You know, if you see a matchup coming – and you can spare the spot. You pick up, you know, a defense for next week or whatever. Um but for the most part it, it's a week to week you play the matchup. Josh Doxon might be traded. Why is that news, Kyle? I just got it. I know, but why is that news? But like why is Bleacher to... Report telling us that?
3: Because who cares? You had all Washington receivers in yards last year. With what, five hundred? Better than 400. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, real quick, because, you know, you, you guys, you know, have good knowledge. Detroit let's defense. If, if you were a guy like myself who doesn't like to, to do week to um, week, and let's say you, you couldn't get what's perceived as the top defenses, like the Bears, the Rams, etc., what would be a team defense that you think would be serviceable enough to get you through a year, in your opinion?
3: Well, if Derwin Eagles. James was playing, the fucking so. Chargers. So,
2: what are the defenses you want to take off the list that you're well, considering? The like, how many?
3: Well, the no. top what? Thirteen.
0: Top five, I
2: guess. All right. So, Bears, Rams, Vikings,
3: probably Jacksonville, I mean, I Cowboys, Cowboys. I and Cowboys. Cowboys weren't drafted.
1: I have considered a top five defense.
3: I don't think so. I think they're considered like 7-8. Hold oh,
0: I'm trying to find it. Can, Can I you, have you sort pencil? by
3: position there?
0: Nope. You sure? I got you. I think it's by by the type of...
2: If you click that POS, I or got maybe you, click I got defense.
0: <laughs> the top five defenses, is. as by
1: Blucher report, are Bears, Ravens, Jaguars, Cowboys, and Bills.
0: So remember, this site I'm on... Doesn't mean anything. I've never heard of it. <laughs> so,
2: all right, we'll we'll use and What were your five?
0: My five were:
1: there's Bears, Ravens, Jaguars, Cowboys, and Bills.
2: All right, which I so, think is fair
1: because honestly, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't know what everyone's like. Big hype about the Rams' defense is. They're just gonna get a lot of sacks. Yeah, but they get they got thrown all over last no, year. No, I agree. I they got agree. lit up. I mean, if you get four sacks and give up forty points, your points netted are zero. <laughs> I
3: mean, I guess they have
1: like
2: the takeaways.
3: I don't know. Not they, not really? Because adequate Matthews and Eric Weddle. So
2: I mean, off off that list that Paul <laughs> gave, aging I mean, ass <laughs> motherfuckers. Paul's list that I mean, if you're looking for a defense for the year,
1: regardless of the list, I say the Eagles' defense.
2: I mean, you have the Eagles, the Chargers, and the Vikings. Those would be the three you could look at to play for a whole season.
1: If you are going off Kendall's list, well, Cleveland, I think you could too. Again, they might get they might get scored on a lot, but yeah. they're going to get sacks and they're going to get turnovers.
3: I am going to sound like a homer, but I think the Steelers' defense has a lot of potential to keep all year.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I hope so. I, well,
3: because I know it's just preseason, but all. All 11 starters played yesterday. And they said the first string had four sacks, a safety, and a forced fumble.
2: Yeah, but the starters play for the offensive side? Yeah. <laughs> like, and what team was it? Titans. Oh. Mm.
0: All right, so for, for fantasy, and you can include what the, the top list is, you know, what, what Paul's list was in this one. You said they were very similar. Who would be an overrated, like, hey, th- to, to be the... Whatever defense picked and it's not gonna pan out. In in your guys' best opinion opinion approximation.
3: Um hmm. Vikings. Seattle. Hey Raven. man. It's in just what? a week one thing. Ravens. Again, just a week one thing. Um Saints.
0: You guys can elaborate.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm looking at the Saints, but I'm also kinda of looking at Denver. I mean the Denver defense, it, it's still good, but it's it's not what it was.
3: Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I believe. Oh, Houston. Houston, I don't think, has a good defense. They have good players on defense. Well, they they have a great pass rush. And I think Jonathan Joseph is like 94 years old. Barring health. You're, you're right. Barring health, you're right. When their
2: guys are on the field, I mean, they, they have a, a – very powerful pass rush. But they rush. still get
3: lit up a lot.
2: It, it's one of those things where their secondary isn't great, but if the pass rush is, is doing its job, you, you can mask a poor secondary with a good pass rush. I mean, the, the Giants won a Super Bowl doing it.
3: I think the Chargers could even be a bust. They lost their safety for the year. Who? Darwin James. Did they? Yeah. What did he do? ACL? Nah, I fucked up his ankle. But that's a big loss. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know? Yeah. I I get like the Chargers have have Joey Bosa and they have good guys, but I just don't think there's another safety that did what he did for that team last year. Eddie Jackson. Well, he's a bear, man. He's going to have a killer year.
1: Plus, you drafted him, so he's going to suck. No, who I draft usually does good. Who no. I say
3: doesn't. Well, nice of you to come back here. Hey. Yep. Tennessee even could be a good sleeper.
1: They always have a good defense.
2: But again, I mean, is is that going to be a defense that's just on the field a lot?
1: Oh, doesn't yeah. They still, they still get the job done.
3: Even the Colts, maybe. Have a potential to be good. They were good last year.
2: Yeah, that defense turned around real quick. I remember two years ago, that was like, hey, don't even go near the Colts defense.
3: (laughs) Well, they they have good pass rush. They have a good safety. They can convert turnovers. What about defenses you should never pick up? Oh, go to the Dolphins is probably one. Not Tampa. Well, I'm only saying the Dolphins because they're going to start on their own 13 every time. Wow. So on that list, Atlanta is the last ranked defense. They're, they're a sleeper. They got all their guys back. Keanu O'Neal.
1: Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Keanu
3: Cat. You know, I was watching something about Colin Coward the other day. That he, guy sucks. He was doing the top 10 best lefties of all time. And Keanu Reeves made the list. I hate Coward <laughs> so much. <laughs> I thought they were funny as shit. Why didn't he make the list? 'Cause he played Shane
0: Falco.
3: Oh. He was above Manny Pacquiao. Alright. Who's also left there? apparently.
0: Interesting list there, coward. It's called Southpaw Cuff. <laughs> Even Carolina has a good Like especially though. in boxing,
1: it's called Southpaw.
0: <laughs> like
1: the yeah, Carolinas, the Atlanta. Like they like to use Southpaw, like like in baseball and stuff, but like like if you're a boxer, like Southpaw is like that's like a word for that. <laughs> that's a stance. <laughs> yeah. Do you know where Southpaw came from? Uh Like what city it originated in? Chicago. Uh, Kenny
2: the Kid from Atlanta. The Karate Kid. I'm pretty sure it originated
1: from the city of brotherly love. The Karate Kid. Yeah,
2: Atlanta. (laughs)
1: That's the city. That's the city (laughs) of
2: brother.
3: That's the (laughs) city of peaches. (laughs) The city of peaches.
2: (laughs)
0: God, (laughs) I don't get your facts, kid, but (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Is Rebecca out? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Fast asleep. Really? You, is there any chance that we could sign off and get out of here with her? Oh, yeah. Guys, oh, 100% we going to appreciate this.
3: Walk off of one by Sean Rodriguez. Really? Yeah. No one appreciates that. He appreciates oh, it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm
0: that's sorry. a perfect
4: time <laughs> for beer reviews.
3: Yeah. 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 Well, what are like the best. Like, Obviously, uh, that's a dumb question. It's what they're <laughs> playing that week. But, like, you can stream, like, Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans. Actually, the whole NFC South besides Tampa. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why I think the streaming of defense is coming very high. Like, if Carolina's going up against, like, fucking Joe Schmo, pick Carolina up that week. And they have a capable defense of getting sacked.
2: Streaming's very important. I mean, you can stream quarterbacks. Like, you don't need a set quarterback week to week. Yeah, but it's like Mm -hmm. to have that. Well, yeah, it's nice to have the... You don't
3: want to, like, flush around with, like...
2: But, uh, again, like, if you're well, a guy I that... the
0: two water references, streaming and flush.
2: If you wait for, you know, and you don't get a guy that you... You can stream quarterbacks, you based on the matchup. You but can do it with tight ends. You know,
0: I've never heard that term until just now. for no. Fantasy streaming. Yeah. I never heard that. It's
3: like you pick up a guy to play him that week, and then you cut him. Or you keep him. And get really frustrated the next week, and then cut him. Fucking
0: asshole Care to elaborate, or? I was going to
1: say
2: Who are you talking about In specific here Kyle? There's a lot of
3: them I don't have
2: a specific one All of them
3: Mike Davis <laughs> Hey I like him But he was a dick to me
1: yeah, Why'd you pick a Seattle Committee running back Cause last
3: Cause year they Carson had the thing. and Penny Weren't playing yeah, yeah but they still don't And they were both And Carson was doubtful For that week I was like alright I'll play him so it's not his fault. I get that. But they could've used him a little more. Not his fault either. Could have used him. Come on, man. You
1: You're gonna what? shit on okay. Alright. I'm, I'm say... not shitting on Can anybody. I say one name for you? Go ahead. D'Angelo Williams. Yeah. We should've used him more. Hey, you you pretty much kept our holes beginning of the season alive, but now you can go fuck yourself. Bye. Mm-hmm. Have fun in TNA or wherever the hell he is. He wasn't TNA. Uh.
2: They did that to him twice. Yep.
1: They did. Alright, Souls,
3: how was your beers? Uh great. Okay. Knock?
2: That's all you got.
3: I've already reviewed both of them.
2: Do it for me. I wasn't here.
3: Okay, this one tastes like piss water, which is aka Bud Light. Not very good. Citrus was very good. I put it in my top three now. Top three. Up there with uh Too Juicy duper. and super duper
1: He sugar. doesn't know. Too juicy's not in your top three. It is. It doesn't. There was a too juicy at the party yesterday, I didn't have one.
3: Was there? Yeah,
2: yeah, but that was also claimed to be off limits,
3: and also a lot of red dog. You don't like red dog? I do. Well, you know. I had six of them. You don't like no red dog? No way! You had I six. Have... Of them.
2: <laughs> I had none.
1: You had four, including the two shotguns.
2: Kyle was drafted. Man, he had to be in the zone. I had five. He had to lurk. <laughs> kept yelling him for lurking around the table.
3: I know. Well, I'm trying to help somebody because they were asking me for help.
0: Every
2: Ooh. time,
3: massive. Mm-hmm. No.
0: It. I don't buy it. Nope. How was your beer, Kendall? Excellent. I had two. I had the Summer Ale from Still Hill. Golden, ambery in color. Uh, aromas of bread, earthy, and floral, <laughs> which matched the flavor profile. Red, earthy, and floral, <laughs> which uh, matched the flavor profile as well. Very easy drinking beer, as most Summer Ales are. Smelled
1: like a Woodstock Wonderloaf.
0: <laughs> Fairly tasty. I give it three stars. Sure we get again. And I have closing from another Still Hill. Still, Still Hill here. Beer here. Mm. Mama's Imperial Little Helper, which I assume is a IPA. <laughs> There's a double ale, but I don't I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's an ale. You uh, drink enough of them, they'll taste like an IPA. that's right. Eight percent. Uh percent by alcohol by value, eight percent that I mentioned that. Um uh, straw What's color? The percentage? Uh eight. I oh. uh, we're on Spreaker, by the way. <laughs> 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 Floral and bread notes. and sa- on Spreaker, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> uh, three stars. We're going to get it again. Uh, it, it's kind of very typical IPA-esque. It's good, though. Uh, I, I'll have it if it appears in the fridge again. Thanks, tohill Hope we visit you sometime. Oh, nice.
2: Mike? Uh, I had two Nattagasrit lagers.
1: How are they each individually?
2: You know, the... First one was better than the second. Colder. A little chiller. A little chillier. but um, A little more ripe. You know, th- this is a beer that I used to kind of steer away from, and I'm not sure why. But uh, it, it's, a, uh, it's why? good. Because you have no merit? It, I, yeah. I don't know why.
3: Because you're a slap sucker?
2: No. I I don't know why. It was just always when I was just like, ah, I'll get something else. But now, now I, I see myself going towards them. And, and it's good. It's good. I enjoy it. Hi, neighbor. It's a neighbor. I just see Paul over there looking at me.
1: Uh, I had the Rainy Days Band-Aid Blues Czech Style Lager from Still Hill. Um, it was it was a lighter style beer. I mean, if you had a Czech style lager before, I mean, they're not, they, they, they 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 range in quality, but overall, in like general, like taste profile, they're all very similar. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it, you know, it had a little bit of the hoppiness to it, but nothing crazy. More malt forward. Um, it was light. It, it was a very serviceable beer. Um, it, I get to, it's stuck in here.
2: Blow on the bottom. Don't you
1: tell me what to do. It is 5.4% ABV. Um, and uh, I'd, I, I'd get it again. You know, I, if I was looking for, like, a nice, like, uh, kind of, like, drink three or four beer type of, like, thing. Grab a four-pack of
2: this. Four-pack of this.
1: Four-pack of this. Four-pack. Four-pack of this. Hey, it's uh, Spreaker. Where can they find us? Be sure to find us
2: on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your
1: daily uses, whether it's finding us on Spreaker or watching us on Spreaker.
2: Subscribe on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and... Spreaker.
3: (laughs) Yeah. You were trying not to laugh tonight. I I (laughs) was, because I I knew
2: what I wanted to do, and I was trying to just get through it. Um, Be sure to check out the Peter Pino Show Wednesday night. On on Spreaker. On Spreaker also, from 7.30 to 10.30.
0: Hey, guys, we just got a check in the mail. (laughs) (laughs) It's for a dollar. (laughs) Just stop saying it. 20 cents. uh,
2: But yeah, check out PPRN. Find them on Spreaker, subscribe, subscribe to us. And on Spreaker. Spreaker. On Spreaker, everywhere. Spreaker. Find us.
3: Yeah. yeah. Closing
1: statements. Anybody? Anything have anything
0: last minute to say?
2: I wanna I would like to give out Kyle's personal cell phone number for fantasy football <laughs> advice.
0: 203 980
3: 1833
0: What are you, Mike Jones? Like, come on. I think that was yeah. Jeff Mike Martin's Jones. number. <laughs> no, that's my number. Jeff Martin's is two oh
1: three. How about this? Can you? I want you to rattle off everybody that you've ever met's
3: phone number. Go. Ah, cut hey, his mic. I can get all four of you. Cut I, his mine's mic. Mine's easy.
1: And mine's always the one you fuck up. Yeah. What is mine, Kyle? 203-262-2952.
3: Eh. Close enough, though.
1: No. Close enough. No, you know why? Hey, is this Paul? Because I have an 860
3: <laughs> area code. A-6-0.
1: So you can go ahead and call all that all you want But you're never going to get me is it, Paul? Is it, is, it, is it the right other number? Paul, I'm out of work <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: This no Paul You stop calling so Ready? I'm out, so <laughs> uh, That's my favorite
1: My favorite, especially like at midnight He'll call you and just be like I'm ready whenever you are
0: <laughs> Okay, I'll see you at 6 <laughs> yeah,
1: I just drew a bath,
0: so <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you at Cumbies
1: <laughs> Alright Well, you oh, are so not I, laughing Next week, make sure to tune I, in. We're, I got it right by the way. Just yeah, two or three. We're hoping for an eight o'clock sharp start because it's going to take no a full three hours, no breaks. So to be a very uh, Kendall, jump.
2: no breaks.
1: Ooh. Uh, if right. you leave to pee, even when it's not your pick, you forfeit your next pick.
0: That's not fair. Rebecca makes your pick. Ugh. I'll bring a bucket. There you go. Hold it and scotch. Or you're not allowed <laughs> to drink. Just uh. pee in your mouth.
2: All right. Imagine that if we did the draft here and Kendall wasn't allowed to drink, I think he'd go nuts. Like I think he would probably he, just he might snap. Pick
0: better. Oh, I'd pick. Well, I'd pick marginally better. <laughs> 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 There'd be one less Charger. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we're hoping, uh, hoping to have like good time Mike Williams. By the way, I just wanted to throw that out. There, there you go. I'm hoping to hoping to have a good draft next week. Uh, you'll be able to listen to it live on Spreaker?
3: Oh, I've got BB to it. Uh, until
1: then, though, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm mock He's Spreaker Souls. What
3: the hell? You guys didn't do it.
1: Nah, I know, but I wanted you to say Spreaker Souls, and I knew you weren't going to say it.
3: White Tea Souls. Nah. On, on Spreaker. <laughs> <laughs> Sheen Washable. <laughs> nope. Oh, He's also on Spreaker. Rebecca's awake. On Spreaker. Uh, She's not on Spreaker. And I'm the <laughs>
0: Red Baron. On Spreaker, yeah. oh, Spreaker, Spreaker, Spreaker. Spreaker.
2: Yeah.